everybody. Double check your gear. Make sure it's all on board. I pray you didn't forget your bug spray. They have come to the world's most isolated jungle to explore the unknown Amazon. You ready? I think so. And conduct scientific research to prove the existence of a long-lost tribe. Shishama worship giant snakes. Anacondas as gods, perfectors. What is this? Anaconda skin. Is snakes up there this big? This skin is three or four years old. Whatever shed it has grown since then. Snakes don't eat people. Oh, they don't? That's it, man. I'm getting the hell back to LA. It's always good to be prepared. Now, they are the ones being watched. Do you hear that? Nobody move. The ones being hunted. There's something down there. That's right. No, I really mean it. I really mean it too. But not by anything human. If we help him, then he will help us get out of here alive. Get in the energy drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whenever you're ready. Ooh. Right now! It's <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. Everyone buy it. Everyone be disappointed. <laughs> that is one of my favorite videos right now. I think that is a phenomenal, ahead of its time music video. I think that is way you know ahead of its time. hated that video? Sammy Hagar. Oh, Sammy. Oh. <laughs> he hated that video. It's I, like, I, really, I love it, though. Yeah, it's, it's my second great. favorite of their videos. It's, it's like the really pre-format for every truth commercial that there has been now. Like it is. No, yeah. no, 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 that's true. Yeah. Can we talk about why we're talking about that? Yes. So, uh, I went down to the Walgreens next to Will's house, and I came across a bottle of crystal Pepsi. Still have a Are you going to say a bottle of crystal meth? <laughs> <laughs> right now. That's on the other side of the tracks, about two miles down the road. Would you like to try this? Uh, here we go. I haven't had one since the first sip I had and the last sip I had and way back when. Like 20 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. 
Tastes like regular Pepsi. It, they, there's something wrong. They it's changed like, it. It's like Mitch Hepburn's joke about Diet Dr. Pepper tastes just like regular Dr. Pepper, and someone fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the new Blood welcome Rising back. podcast. <laughs> but in all seriousness, welcome back. We're back. Mm. New Blood Rising podcast. We still carry that name. I swear I love that. We're always the New Blood Rising podcast. We're so far away from that now. We're just NBR. <laughs> we're, ju- we're just we're NBR radio. <laughs> M- That's right. NBR radio. We're, we're quantum leaping through wrestling history. <laughs> All four of us are jumping into the bodies of some no name. <laughs> can I jump? Can we jump into Mikey Whiprag from 1997? <laughs> can it, can it be the one timey one? Against what, Steve Austin? Yeah. Like, then he beats Steve. That was a good match. Yes. Oh, yeah. Then he gets a pinball victory over Stone Cold. Yeah. No, it was the superstar, Steve Austin. Oh, yes. But, um, hairline. It's it's great to be back. I'm William Rankin, Jason Keesler. Hey, guys. How's it going? Charlie Stabile. Right now. Right uh, now. <laughs> God dang. Uh, and, um, oh. and, of course, Martin Dixon from overseas. He's back, too. We're all back. We are. Hello, Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sword On. Yeah, you. you oh. Um, so we concluded season two, we went from the end of, well, we started with WrestleMania 17, we ended up with WrestleMania 18, and a very, very beleaguered year of wrestling. And we made the conscious decision, well, where else can we go now? We decided to go, well, what a better way to put it, to the extreme. We did it. We went to the extreme, and we decided we're going to do going through every single ECW pay-per-view, which how many is that? 24 original pay-per-views and three WWE pay-per-views. So we'll hit episode 100 during this run, which is great. Yeah, I think it's less than 24 because... Is it 21? I I think so because remember the network counts the weird things that I wound up watching one of before we got this cleared. Martin, do you know offhand how many? Uh, Not off the top of my head, no. I just know that it starts from... Uh, barely legal goes all the way up to January of 2001 I think yeah that's right guilty as charged yeah because they had like a fantastic pay-per-view <laughs> that is a great pay-per-view and with sales too and then it's like oh, then they close speaking of while you're looking at Almanac have you guys seen the picture someone did of, of Trump on the plane eating the KFC and they photoshopped the sports Almanac from Back to the Future like right next to him it looks oh perfect. yeah that's awesome <laughs> 21 21 oh. 21 original pay-per-views. So we'll be close. We'll almost hit. So, yeah, we'll get through. Yeah, it's going to be a hell of a year. Because okay. our goal is we're going to be going through two pay-per-views a month to really kind of, you know, give a nice even stretch out, let everyone kind of get be able to indulge in the episodes before we get to the next one and everything. It'll be great. It'll be really, really cool to get to. So, um, so yeah, we start with Barely Legal. Right, and right. And we end with December to Dismember. Right. Mm-hmm. December to Dismember. The one that... Uh, yeah, a yeah. Wet, a wet fart of a finish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, class. We are now starting in the year 1997. Mm-hmm. Is where we're headed. I guess before we get into that, like, do we? You guys want to talk? Is there anything like between the when we ended and now wrestling wise you want to talk about? Because I know the draft. Everything like everything changed in between when we well, were recording. Finn Balor's uh, streak of longest reigning Universal Champion came to an end uh, last week. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yep. Twenty-two <laughs> hours into it, jeez. And you know, because my first thought was, oh, Bret Hart's got to be loving this. Oh yeah, and he was. But the more I see that replay, the more I think that's on Finn. The way that he just reached his arm back. No, I that, think so. To block I, that I, spot. I yeah, but. Actually, watching him do 
that is horrific. Yeah. Or just Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah, yeah. My mind goes yeah, to. That's where I went. I was like, is he like really playing up the demon Mel Gibson? I so I just want to ask each of you because with the move, I have seen very little. I've caught up like to, in terms of knowing what's going on. Obviously, last week with Owens winning the belt, which was really really cool. Mm-hmm. Have you enjoyed it? Do you like this? Martin, start, how about you start? Um, I'm, te- I'm a terrible fan at the minute. I haven't watched anything outside of the stuff we're reviewing. <laughs> That's okay. I've, I've watched some Cruiserweight classic, and that I really, really enjoyed, but that's yeah. about it. I got you. Sure, sure, sure. I keep hearing that's a good time. Um, I have not seen that yet. There's just too much wrestling going on. But I, I did watch Raw with Kevin Owens winning, and I actually thought that entire Raw was very good. Yeah? Yeah, I, I enjoyed can... it. You only do that about every couple of months now. What about SmackDown? Like, do you like watching SmackDown? It's only two hours. It seems very digestible. You know, one of the problems with SmackDown right now, because I watched the last one simply for that Miz response thing, whatever, which, which was, was a total fuck up. It's still like 10% recap show. And because now they're recapping things that happened in previous SmackDown. And I'm like, you can't fill two hours. Yeah. Or really an hour and a half. Not the commercial, but SmackDown's okay. Have you liked Jason? I li- I mean, it, it makes SmackDown relevant again. Yeah, that's true. But it does add to, there is way too much. I got you. There's way too much wrestling some weeks. Like, SummerSlam weekend, holy, like, when I tally up, it's 15 hours. <laughs> if you're going to do the NXT, the TakeOver, SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown, Cruiserweight, and that NXT. That's a lot in one week. Like, really, really, really too much. And, uh, like, I've been watching it all. Luckily, I've kind of had the time between school and being unemployed. So, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it, it is, like, it is the too much of a good thing. Um, uh, to the point where it's just now, it's like, oh, uh, like, this last week, uh, lightning struck my dish network, so I didn't have TV because it took them Literally? over. Yes. Oh. It blew out uh, television in the house. It blew out a bunch of stuff. So, and I was like, well, I'll just catch Raw on Hulu. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is the fatal four-way for the Universal Championship. So I pulled up a stream, and to you people that watch that on a stream, I don't know how the hell you deal with that. It is god-awful. So good yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah. It's really bad. Uh, the Cruiserweight Classic, I will say for those of you that haven't watched it yet, being that we're about to get into ECW, where a lot of times the in-ring stuff is what matters, it's really good, that might be right up what mm. you want to see, because it's just... Pure wrestling. Pure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, the one thing I, I can say, I really, and I think I speak for everybody, say is really appreciate everyone getting excited about us coming back and talking about like, you know, what are you guys gonna do and things of that nature. Uh-huh. Like, uh, getting excited about talking about ECW and stuff like that. So, we're really appreciative. And I'll tell you this. Sean Long and the Thunderpod. Ooh, the MVP. Yeah. yeah, buddy. Yeah, I mean, those are great riffs. Thank God, because, and we're going to be talking about this, there is a substantial difference between watching ECW on the network and watching ECW in its true form, its pure form, yeah. because A, there's a new Jack, that's a big <laughs> that's a big difference, Charlie can elaborate on that later, because I thought that was a brilliant, when he explained that to me, I was like, wow, but two, <laughs> there's so much ECW in terms of uh, the language oh. that... That, that needs to be examined and explored and enjoyed. And Fuck sometimes- you, Devo! <laughs> That's literally my first note. <laughs> <laughs> On top of that, 
the music. Yes. The music is oh, essential. It, it really yeah. is. The way I was going to put it is watching ECW on the network would be like you had, and it's funny Charlie brought this, because you had a bottle of original Crystal Pepsi. And so you go, I'm going to open it, and I'm going to drink it. How flat and just bland it would be now, yeah. that far, as opposed to having, I mean, it's not a Crystal Pepsi that's good, but tasting fresh. like, And so it is such a difference being watched. Like, Martin, where you watched, you said you watched the, the beta and then the alpha versions of two different pay-per-views. It, it is a, a big, big, big feel difference, isn't it? It is. It is. The, the shows take on a whole new atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I would say so. Absolutely. And uh, before we, the, the last thing I'll say before we start, um, Sean has his own podcast. That's the Thunder Pod. He is, this is the most brilliant territory to cover. He's watching every Thunder. Oh, every Thunder. <laughs> every single WCW Thunder from Thursday and Wednesday nights when it eventually changed. Smackdown. And it's two hour and one hour form as it eventually <laughs> went, as we saw in the 2000s of WCW. Yeah. Bless his heart. I think that's a hell of a hell of a thing to go through. And complimenting it beautifully, we talk about Lee Cunningham. He's doing the Raw is Nitro mm-hmm. podcast, which is comparing a Raw and a Nitro or a WWF and a WCW show from any given night, which is really cool. Third thing to say is um, if you're joining us from the 4CR network, thank you for downloading us. Enjoy some of the other pods we just listened or we just listed, of course. Yeah. So it's a really fun season. There's a lot of different new moving parts or new podcasts. That are out there that you know we've had we've been able to help or be able to talk about, so it's great. But without further ado, it's time to get back to '97, and we're starting with a show that almost didn't happen. All oh, the backstories. Oh my god! What is this? Their, their backstory people. Well, they they almost didn't let them run the pay per view because there were some people that thought that ECW was real and that they they really like were fighting each other and yeah. throwing barbed wire. Uh, the name of the pay per view. There's a reason this is. The only one called Barely Legal. Is there like, what are they, they show tits or something? Yeah. Well, it's a pay-per-view. I mean, if you pay for it, why can't you see what you want? Brilliant title for the pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, so there was that. Uh, I think Paul Heyman had funding issues yeah. uh, at one point. But the biggest. The, the, the best the best way to, to really go into it uh, is to watch the movie Beyond the Mat. Well, I would also say Rise and Fall of ECW. Well, that's good, because too. Because that talks a lot the build-up to it as well. I think both of those together give you the best together. backstory. Sure. And, and there's a third, Forever Hardcore, is a, oh, a decent yeah. documentary. That's right. That's right. Now I forgot about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... Because ECW wasn't on TV. Well, the other thing they, is the mass transit incident. Oh, yeah. That almost... That, too. That, that alone could have derailed an entire promotion, let alone a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And that's the one where the 17-year-old gets in the ring, who's a big, just a big dude who has no business wrestling, who has no clue how to wrestle, and he happens to be in a match with New Jack and... I think it was... Uh, was Devon there, too? Whoever his partner was, which I think might have been Devon, I forget, ditched, like, just exits out of the match. Well, completely. Mass Transit, the, the Mass Transit, the kid lied about his age. I think he said he was 19. Right. Well, his dad, too. His dad didn't help, because his yeah. dad didn't, was going along with a lie. So, New Jack, I believe he opened Oh. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's a deep cut. It's a it's, deep cut. It's awful. I actually wouldn't recommend watching it. It's absolutely disgusting. Well, have, yeah. And he said, I don't it, I don't care if you live or die. He said to that kid. And, like, his dad is crying from the audience. Like, he's only 17. Stop. Stop. Right. Stop. We'll get into New Jack. The, uh, going backwards, if you watch the uh, first entry, we'll say, on the network, they have a 
Type A Deathmatch, which I thought was named after the hepatitis. It's like the old kickboxer <laughs> Rambo 2 where he's, you know, they roll their hands in tape and glue and then put glass on it. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, Rambo 3. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. When, they, when those two finally start going at it, it is gross. Like, it's not, bla- I mean, like, they, like, I could see that having, causing problems with people thinking this was real hands too. Oh, yeah. So, Remember Hot Shots 2? It was like M&M's. It was Caramel. Yes. It was Caramel. He goes for the gummy bears. <laughs> and a recap. So, they got, but it all, it all ended up panning out. And then, like, there's the stuff about, they, um, they had to get script approval. Yes. Like, they had to get, like, like, they had to show them ahead of time what they were going to do. To get approval from whoever's going to be, I guess, distributing, not distributing, but I guess carrying it. Carrying it, yeah. yeah. So it's it's remarkable the show even got off. I think and Vince McMahon helped. And I think he did too. Because uh, they were promoting the show, I remember. Yeah. On this is a good time Raw. to talk about that because yeah, that yeah. comes into play with both of them, like this and the next show. That was my introduction to it. Um, and, and the thing also with that, I've, I have vague memories of it. That just tells me I was watching WCW. Yeah. I remember seeing like Tommy Dreamer and like who is this guy? Yeah, and not knowing who he was, and I flipped right back to WCW and started watching that. I really wish I'd watched WCW. Well, go back even further. King of the Ring '95 is mm-hmm. where it really is the is first. That the one in Philly. That's the one in Philly. Yes. Where, yeah, where it's the worst. It's it's regarded by some, and I'm just saying some, not by everybody, but in a lot of circles, the worst, the worst pay-per-view ever because it is Diesel and Mabel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, 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 I'm no sorry. it's Mabel winning Mabel the King of the, the Ring. Ring. Yeah. Shawn Michaels is out, like, in round two, who's, like, at that point, like, the guy who's pretty much, like, the most favorite, with the exception of maybe Brett. And Brett's not even in it. Brett's, I think, doing, I think, one of his Lawler matches. Yeah, they kissed my, my foot. foot. Yeah, yeah, so it's Ooh. just like, ugh. But still, like, the point The point being, that crowd was chanting ECW that entire show, and it got Vince's, it got on Vince's radar, which, that's that's a difficult thing to do. It's a guy who's completely absent of everything except WWF. And he's commentating it. Right, yeah. I. It's so cool how you know how much of it is is out in the open, or if it's behind closed doors, he helped. I know. ECW. I think it's really cool. They also had an ECW contingent. I think it was Mind Games. You know the Mankind Shawn Michaels pay per view. What a great match that was! <laughs> in the uh, in the opener, I think it's like Sandman spits beer. I think it's Savio Vega. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is Savio. That strap match or something like that. I forget. But um. So this one ends up being, and like it's fitting. This one is in Philly to start. It's probably the best place. I love reading about the old ECW arena. Like I was just this piece of shit place. No AC. No AC. No. 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 So in the early papers, like watching, they're just, and it's not. Oh, I'm looking for water on me to look cool. It's I'm burning my ass off. And they don't burn out the crowd. They never burn out. It feels like they burn out during a match if it's boring. But you know what I mean. They, their energy is fairly sustained throughout mm-hmm. the entire show couple numbers to start off so we're starting off in philly it is april 13th 1997 um you know our attendance and our buy rates are going to be very small in comparison oh yeah so we're talking around around like what 1200 people at this show a buy rate 0.26 which you know here's the thing like that's a hell of a number considering considering like it's a regional promotion it's not national by any stretch of the imagination we're compared to some of those wcw shows that that we watch in two thousand, their buy rates were at this or lower. Yeah, yeah. what the point one eight? Yes. Yeah. Right. ECW wasn't nationally uh, 
syndicated, I guess is the word. Right. Like it was available in certain territories. It wasn't available where we live. No. You know, that, and that sucks. Because it was on that, uh, what's that, what's the New York, the New York channel, like Masses MSG? Like, I have no idea. I forget. I used to watch channel. it on Network One, on satellite, because we had like one of the big satellites. Okay. Yeah. And we found a group of, because, you know, this is before there were channel guides. Every month you would get this huge magazine of the way it was laid out. And it wasn't like 8 p.m. this. Everything was in a grid. There was columns and rows, and they were all colored by what category the network was. And me and some friends after high school were looking at it, and what's weird is the channel that carried this was labeled as adult, and then it had a slash through it and had the sports thing too, so it was like really compelling. So we pull it up, and it would be wrong. It'd be like, here's supposed to be a bikini contest. You change it on there, and it's ECW. Like, it's the strangest damn bikini contest I've ever seen. But that's how we started watching it when we could, because it was... It was just fan. It was like this is not what what we're watching, and and that's that's you know the, what you're saying. That's what was funny about watch because I watched mostly barely legal on the, on the network. Most of it, I think I watched the last two matches on the the Sean Long edits. Mm-hmm. Which I'm gonna call him from now on. The, the Sean, Sean Long, Sean Long. Long. <laughs> Grant Swish is like a shit. And I just love the strong TV MA disclaimer at the beginning because I hadn't oh, seen that on oh, oh, on the on the network. Yeah. Three three TV MA um, <laughs> things I got. Are you sure you really? want to watch this? That's what it's basically. It's, there's done. just as many as there are for Camp WWE. Yeah, because Camp WWE is where I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen it like this though, where it was like. Very like, are you sure you want to watch this? All they need is a paperclip. We look like you're about to watch a mature <laughs> program. I can help. <laughs> I can, I can well, great. if it's the PS4 app, it's uh, you seem to have clicked on ECW. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch NXT. <laughs> so the very first thing I'm going to say, my very first note is a sign. And that sign is... I know exactly <laughs> Bischoff takes it up the ass. <laughs> that sums up... Are you I, sure? <laughs> <laughs> to me, there's nothing that sums up what we're about to go through than that one person who just... And there are, some, there are so many fun characters in the crowd. Oh, yeah? mm-hmm. There's especially just one guy who keeps looking back the whole show, nodding his what head like... Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> it's the guy who goes, hey, I think they're going to sit up and film. Like, our seats for Survivor Series, but the guy's in on it. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be a part of this. It is so funny watching people find the hard cam mm-hmm. who shouldn't be trying to find any hard cam in any building. ACW Arena is an so, arena full of Florida men. What what's really great about and I don't know is this I don't know if this is with every ECW show but at least the first ones that we're watching like Joey being in the ring yes. talking to you which they is all really start cool ECW man that's cool always start like that. and that's I want to say it's an old school thing but I don't know how it's old great. how like how many old like WWF used to do that very often maybe back like Saturday Night Main Event I can't WrestleMania remember WrestleMania three WrestleMania three yeah. start off with somebody in the ring and that's cool. There's something neat to that. I love it. And later on, as you'll see, when he gets a color commentator, he's in the ring with both of them, and they actually do a bit together. That's cool. And it's great. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, we get the Dudley boys. Now, see, here's the problem. Yeah, I don't, like, since I watched the did first they, one on the network. The WWE thing? Oh, no, no. They, I, they, some they, of the, on the network, they entered to no theme at all. Right. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Clearly, these men don't need music. So, I, the, um, but I, I, I think that's an ECW thing. I think the Dudleys didn't have music. I don't think it, I think it wasn't it Bubba that said that he wanted it, their entrance music to be the chorus of booze that they got. Oh, yeah. it might have been. Yeah, they were the masters of uh, nuclear heat. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. They might as well have been wearing hazmat suits. That's how nuclear they were. Like, might that's as well have been how... wearing swastikas. Okay. Oh, yeah. That wow. too. Serious okay. Those are the weirdest hazmat outfits I've ever imagined. <laughs> so, this is what's so cool is as we watch the Dudleys exit WWF just or WWE very recently, mm-hmm. this is a Dudley Boys that have like more. There's more than just two. Mm-hmm. It, it, oh, I missed the thing. This yeah. uh, yeah. they they come in with Gertner. Do they come in with Sign Guy or Sign, Sign Guy? Yes. And um, Big Dick. Does Big Dick come yeah. out? Big Dick now shows. Or does he come later? He shows up later. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't. Big Dick, Big Dick pops out later. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for well, Martin. I think, I think Martin has that ready yeah. to go. He telegraphed that. One. I think this is when Big Dick was in jail because they made <laughs> a Big Dick a big joke about Big Dick. Big Dick. It's gonna slip. Big Dick ain't coming out anytime soon. Big Dick's in jail. Going. I wish I didn't have to. <laughs> so immediately, immediately, Gert. Oh, mm. oh yeah, uh, I'm a big fan I of this love, guy. I know Joe you Gert. are. I know you are. I, I thought of you immediately him. when I, he started would, talking. When he started talking, the way he would try, the just the way he talked. Yeah, I could see you doing that, being him. Oh, I mean, just the way he talked. I don't there know if I should be mad at this or not. He's a modern day poet. <laughs> Dude, in 1997, <laughs> Gertner is an amazing talent. Oh, he's oh. incredible! I think he's very underrated. I have always yeah. loved Joe. His Gertner. look okay, is I'm, fantastic. He's oh, such a smarmy bastard. Well, it's like a, a tuxedo, bow tie, cummerbund, no undershirt, because oh. no, he's Studley Dudley. Yep. And yeah, and I've got like one. I don't remember where it's at, but like one. I mean, he is fucking amazing. Like I like this dude. This is a oh, guy. Yeah. Which, this isn't even as good as it gets. No, uh, he takes probably the bump of the night right off the bat. So we get two big chants. We get, uh, of course, a Dudley boy, a Dudley suck chant. But right on top of that, we get the coup de gras chant, which you can't edit on the network, otherwise yeah. you would hear nothing. It's a, it's Jason. You, you it's scouted. Fuck it. you, Diva. <laughs> it's, it's what's great. It's not fuck you, Dudleys. It's just Devon. It's just Devon. And Devon's just... And if you're watching this like with no context whatsoever about the Dudley boys, if you think, Devon's the leader. Like, like, like he's the one that's doing most of the talking other than Studley. Yeah. And the crowd is on him. He, um... It comes to light the next show, buddy. I'm telling you. What's funny is, like, the promo that they cut here just before the video package opened is really no different than any... I, I would say any Dudley Boys promo that we would get in the future, it's bow much, down. Test. Much less swearing, though. You yeah. tell them <laughs> that he's told. Right. Devon says to the crowd, shut the hell up. Yeah. That's not a very ECW word. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the bow down test fight. I mean, there's not there's, there's not a lot of specificity to it, but it leads us in brilliantly to the... Um, uh, I, even though it's not a, like a proper video package... It looks so cool, just the way it's just kind of this like sixteen millimeter almost, yeah, like, yeah. and it's yeah, and that 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 title track is it's iconic. <laughs> Shit, I mean, you heard it. You're going to be hearing it a lot over the next years, so you'll get used to it I if love you that haven't. Song. Oh, it's great. Harry Slash and the Slash. Wow, you did that. But then it's so weird. Is we cut back to the Dudleys doing the promo. We're not done. <laughs> Oh my brother! But I think isn't it is it Gertner who's uh, kind of take Gert because Gertner kind of announces them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, so he, he, he's like their Ricardo Rodriguez to their Alberto Del Rio. So he he announces <laughs> them as being like un, like and I couldn't and I didn't do enough looking back. Like he announced them as being undefeated, yes. undisputed. Had they been like had I I have a feeling they had lost, but it's one of those like I'm going to say they're undefeated well, like, just to get heat. 
uh, like when they were in TNA, Bubba Ray Dudley like complimented some wrestling promo and said, you were the first guy to ever kick out of a 3D. And then Botchamania immediately did a smash cut to ECW of someone kicking out of a 3D back I, in like I think it was WWF. That wasn't, or WWE, that wasn't even TNA. Oh no, it was, oh no. I remember that being in oh, TNA okay. on that the, promo. Well, he later, after this match, I mean, I've got it, where Gertner, Gertner kind of makes up his own reality as you go anyway. So oh yeah, I mean, he yeah, could totally. Just be he is smoke. oblivious to anything, and it shows. And by the end of this match, they they're facing off. They're defending. First of all, they are the ECW Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. They're facing off against. God bless. We get to see this guy come back in his true, true mm-hmm. form. The Eliminators, Saturn and Cronus. John Cronus. John Man. John. Yeah, I would just drop the John too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming in the so, dark. So I see that this says on here, Cronus, comma John. What is that? Like, was it? <laughs> nah, you got it. Sign guy immediately gets murdered. <laughs> By these guys. <laughs> and I say murdered because if you've ever seen Total Elimination, which oh. I think now, who uses that as their finisher? Totally banned. Some, oh, it was uh, it was the Puerto Rican guys. They were using that as their finisher. Yeah. We're, yeah. Primo and Epica? Yeah, with this new whatever, this gimmick. I'd rather is. take it from them than fucking I think, I think. I know the Ascension were using it. They were, that was the, oh, the Fall of Man or whatever I thought it was. they were. Uh, I guess I was. I thought that the Puerto Rican. The I don't know what Puerto, they do anymore. Whatever. They're. But this, when you see, when you see total elimination for the first time, it looks like just. It, I'm going to say it now. Looks as like these, a homicide. As these <laughs> as these pay per views go, like every show, we're going to have the best of luck spot of the night. Oh. And, and there <laughs> are <laughs> a very specific move <laughs> is a best of luck spot. I mean, <laughs> then, then there's another one. Like a match later, you're like, oh shit, some of them have multiple. And when I say it gets, I mean it's it's apt because we have EMT, we have people Total that are getting. <laughs> <laughs> did, did Martin just take one? <laughs> I was trying to clear my throat surreptitiously because I can't turn this mic off. Yeah, trying to clear my throat. <laughs> what do you think of uh, of the ECW of the ring that they're in? You, in terms of you know how it's, how, it's, how it's a very bouncy ring. Yeah, like it's almost like a trampoline. It's very loud. It's very, very loud. dirty yeah. too. It's very dirty. Oh yeah, I love it. Oh yeah, I love, this it, I, I love the sound that that ring makes. Yeah, it it sounds very like uh, what you playing Desperado over there, aren't you? <laughs> you, you, you getting revved up? But um, <laughs> what are you? Saying? No, I, I think the ring's fantastic. I think yeah, the bounce, yeah. the acoustics. Everything it mm-hmm. it feels like you're in like a gym watching yeah. it, and that's great. Yeah. It's totally different than watching a so show good. that's in the Staples Center or something. You know, much much more intimate. Um, mm-hmm. This trying to get in touch with. I, I I love that. Clearly, like just there aren't many notes be, you can say because these guys just get murdered. I mean, this is a squash. This is a no tag format. Man. Yeah, and <laughs> that's the first thing I one of the first notes I had, and I thought of Charlie. This the referee just you know what. Guys, just do your thing. My job is to count. The ref does not make himself important at all. No, he just I make, forget he's there. Yeah, and that's kind of great because we've seen over time like various refs that kind of make themselves a part of the match when mm-hmm. you know, they kind of shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Like, and and sometimes they're they're botching the rules because they don't know them. The beauty of this is there really aren't no. any rules at all. No. Like, that's, all tag matches in ECW. Tornado tag. There should always be tornado tag because you know the whole the whole thing with the tag is if you're in the ring for a five count, you get five count. That's it. You're done. There's no disqualification in ECW, right? Which is interesting because there's ropes breaking, but 
you know, right. you let it go. There's also Fuck. people hiding in sneaking weapons. That's uh, true. I love that immediately when the Dudleys attack, you hear, Motherfuckers! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just go, First word out of Bubba's mouth yeah. <laughs> in this <laughs> series is Motherfucker. <laughs> that, that's a little disappointing because over the last two seasons of our show, we have this whole thing where we're just like, Oh, I'm, they're getting mouthy, they're getting chippy, like making up our own, like, you motherfucker people. We don't have to do that. Got it. We can't do that. There's, ECW is the id of wrestling. The Eliminators are totally a standout in this match. And what's great is... The yeah, athleticism in the show. In following our podcast, we had Saturn briefly in Season 1 before the Radicals left for WWF. We got to see some sad remnants of him by the end of his run in 01 and 02. When you go back and see just the agility he had, you can see why if you played WCW and WO Revenge, you picked Perry Saturn because yeah. Perry Saturn... Yep. I think he really toned down his style after he left ECW. Even in WCW, he didn't. No, no. This, like, I think he a leaping top rope, a spinning wheel kick. Yeah, yeah. Like what the fuck? I've a, never seen him do a that. A double jointed Saturn salt. Oh, yeah. Double jointed boom boom. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I mean, Sabu. I mean, and, and Cronus is no slouch. He's no, doing he's a four fifty. Yeah. He did all the four fifty. Uh, and my favorite move ever: the space flying Cronus drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What was that again, Martin? The space flying Cronus drop. Yes, I mean that. Those moves between both these guys, like it was it. If you go back and think of just in context, this is completely different than WWF and WCW at the time, and that's what's so cool. Like mm-hmm. right off the bat, even though this is a squash, and it's a squash of like, like your most like one of your most pro- like I might say prominent, but maybe they are the Dudleys tag mm-hmm. team, and they get just straight up killed. By these other guys who are doing moves that they shouldn't be doing, mm-hmm. and the crowd is eating it up like immediately. Sure. And it, you couldn't. I guess my bottom line: you can't have a better opener than than this. It's a great, yeah, it's a perfect it, opener. It really sets the it, like if you're brand new to ECW, this sets the stage perfectly. Mm-hmm. And of course, as we said, the total elimination uh, that the sign guy eats is the same one the Dudleys eat. And, they, and but they're nothing like the one. Gir- Oh no! So we'll get to that. we'll get to that <laughs> yes. in, in one Turner, second because the mat, eliminators go over. They win the tag titles, yep. and it's what's cool is when you see them like like kind of embrace afterwards. You can tell it's like, yeah, man, we did it. Yeah, we we yeah. we started this thing. It's great. Like it's there's a good camaraderie like, amongst yeah. everybody in this to yeah. start. It. You can hear Kronos is one of the because uh, you can hear them on the mics, yeah, on the or from the, the cameras because they don't seem to edit any of that. And you can hear him. He's one of those add an S to every singular plural or noun guys. Yo, Zweez did it. Sounds like, oh no. It was like right when it's Dan Rather. But yeah, but yeah, and then I guess you could, the Gertner. Oh, I have this is go ahead. the uh, Gertner point system. Fucking <laughs> fantastic. Uh, what is it? The, oh, what? stud muffin scale. Yeah, it's it's this. Well, it's this. Yeah, see the stud muffin scale, stud muffin point system. Uh, that the Dudleys beat the Eliminators. 86 to 83. <laughs> and, wow. and so they get to keep the belts. That's perfect. I mean, like, there's no better... A scoring to, system in wrestling. Yes, there's no better heel manager to me. He doesn't cheat for him because there's no cheating. Right. No! No, you didn't That's win. That's not because how I saw it. Yeah, you, I would... Points and you lost. Although I would have delivered this promo as I walked to the back. Right. <laughs> yeah. so instead, it leads to a fuck him up chant. Oh. It's the face he makes right before it happens. <laughs> <laughs> We're just kind of standing there, and then... 
Yeah. So, so Saturn and Cronus don't take kindly to the point system, no, and they promptly they promptly totally eliminate yeah, Joel Gerder from humanity points. for the rest of the night. <laughs> and the th- also a total elimination because it's a package deal for <laughs> And Joey Styles is called. Yeah. Oh my God! Total elimination. He's thunderstruck. He is the lead singer, basically. He's going through puberty. At the <laughs> he loves the, the bump Love he takes. Him. Looks horrific. Oh. Oh, it's a it's a tough one. And this is why he wears the is this why he wears the yes. neck brace going forward? The neck brace tie oh, thing. Beautiful. That so, he's still wearing in yeah. two thousand five. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's it's oh. awesome. Like so just batting it around real quick, like I, I'm a huge fan of this match. Like, oh, me I, too. And it's very simple. Oh, There's yeah. not a lot to it. Everyone kind of agrees. Does anyone else have more thoughts on it they want to throw out? It sets the tone yeah. uh, for what the show's gonna be. I think um, if this is your first uh, ECW First of all, great choice. Second, get used to more uh, stuff like this. Yeah. Because this is the quality that you can expect from an in-ring These guys just, if it's something about working around less people, making less money than making those guys strive for. Yeah. It's the college football yes. scenario. Like you're, you're They want to get noticed. Yes. You're playing Rob, Van, Rob Van Dam's promo later on oh, is perfect. Man, I wish he was this character more often. It's a diff- it's such a different RVD, and that's what's kind of neat. More yeah. money. Uh, from the match, we had backstage where Joey says Gertner isn't coming home ever, <laughs> 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 and he just goes on to hype the three way dance, which the three way dance is a number one contenders match for the um, for the ECW title. They, and I love how they say it'll be defended later in the night. No, it's right it's after. Back to yeah. fucking it's back. back. There's no like, hey, let's go ahead and do this now. It's like. And I love how they they make that a big deal later on too. Yeah, it's it's a match that quite simply just feels like you hit let the computer pick randomly who's going to wrestle because you couldn't get three more different dudes. But they all had a reason to be there. Yeah, which yeah, was no, that's true. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, but just uh, just purely just so, on names alone. Mm-hmm. So we get a Sandman uh, mm-hmm. pre-recorded promo, which is no fun on the network. No. No fun. <laughs> no. Is it? Is it <laughs> what did they do? Is it literally him just sitting there with a cigarette hanging well, out of his mouth? Does he even have the cigarette? Well, they. <laughs> it's, it's the video. Yeah, I was half expecting them to digitize it out. Or something. <laughs> digitize it out. <laughs> oh, it's something like that. Like it's it's some fi- like awful generic. Like it's on it. You you couldn't you couldn't make that sound like Inner Sandman at all. Like it's just it's not even Metallic Row. Like for Sting or something like that. Motorhead version? No, (laughs) it is. It's it's awful. So like it really, and and it gets worse when we get to the Stephen Richards part or Stevie Richards. I said Stephen. My bad. The big Stevie Cool version. Yeah. uh, Later on, but um, (laughs) after the video that just it's and it's great. Like it's a very well done. Like just I love highlight package. Very nice. It's kind of like yeah, yes, exactly. And it's like nineties, almost like grunge kind of. Yeah. And it's it's kind of I don't know who did it first. WCW or WWE. Let's do pre-recorded, cheap-looking backstage promos and get the live audience involved. Right. Because these are very different from the ones WCW was doing in the seventies. Oh yeah. That and this had this had a very very music video feel. Yeah. Like it was like like nineties music, like Headbangers Ball music video Mm -hmm. quality. Just the whole, and then one later with Stevie, and then like the the Terry Funk one though stands out like a sore thumb. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> Paradise 
Tyler. How's good, Matt? How about Roadhouse? He was pretty good. Then. He fucking was good. I'm sitting there watching all the time. I'm like, where's so, the salami kid? We go back from the Sandman video. We go oh, back to Joey, who's telling man. us that Chris Candido, because he tore his bicep, is not going to be able to wrestle tonight. Candido, though, is still here, and he goes in the ring to cut a very fascinating promo where he talks about, I can't wrestle tonight, but I should be in the main event. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing that he says is when he's talking about the Sandman and his Singapore cane, and he goes, Singapore is a big pussy country. (laughs) 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 Another network edit, unfortunately. Oh, 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 man. What? They edited that? What's great is, is it's like Chris Candido. So you can't see it under here, but you know it's like kind of stocky buff dude. He's there. He's like, "Hey, let me tell you oh, yeah. something." And he's dressed. He looks like someone took Cody from Step by Step and stepped on him. Just take like a foot and a half off of him. He reminds me of Michael J. Fox from The American President. <laughs> wow, like, just kind of all over the place. You're gonna cut some promo that you're not expecting. No. I'll drink the sand. The, he is because they can't tell the difference. <laughs> But what's even better, what's even better is Michael Douglas's, re- like, just, he's on that already. He's like, I drink the sand because they don't know the difference. Yeah. And he just walks out. He's like, okay. <laughs> I thought for a minute, like, I was like, wait, what did the WWE put in that if Michael Douglas is reacting to Chris Candido's promo? But, um, what, the one thing that's fascinating, and, like, ECW makes no, they don't shy away from talking about the other products. And, they, and what's awesome is Chris that's Candido what? is right. He says, he was in WrestleMania. And it's unbelievable. And there are some people in here that you're going to see in a in less than a year or, or in a year at the next WrestleMania, which is mm-hmm. so fascinating. And, and Chris Candido, I, I think he's very good in ECW, which is amazing to me because the WWF, with the exception of the Bobby Donnas, the only match that really stands out for me is uh, Barry Horowitz. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and lost. Yeah. Good old Barry Horowitz. It's one of the few that he won. Yeah, and he was a good gimmick. I I like Sam. So, he said, and the the only the thing that I guess is poignant is that he's going to be making, he's going to be in the main event somehow tonight. Mm-hmm. So, we will see what that entails. Now, um, Lance Storm makes his way out. Oh. Man, that ponytail is something to behold. <laughs> no, but that's a rat tail. Are we sure it was Lance Storm and not just like the guy that runs the fairground? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Of all the things on this show. His hair is aged the worst. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a rat tail, oh. bleached. Bleached. A bleached rat tail. He's walked into a barbershop. He had like a long flowing, like nice mullet from the Smoky Mountain Wrestling. He's like, I'm up north, man. I got to get this look. What do you want? Damn. That's just. It's awesome. Yeah. It's just the, the mechanics of it, just the idea that Lance Stone, you know, humorless Lance Stone that we all know and love, <laughs> walking into. <laughs> The barbershop and asking for that with a straight face. <laughs> it's like that's the last thing Jericho did to him before they split ways. He's like, I'm going to WCW. Why aren't you taking me? Because your stupid hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the replacement is announced for Chris Candido, and it is none other than Rob Van Dam. Fuck. Oh, it's show, and, show one. Yeah. And we're getting Lance Storm, ECW Lance Storm, versus Rob Van Dam. I like how RVD is clear. Like, you can tell that this guy was a last minute sub because he doesn't have, like, any of, like, his, right. any of his riskier. He doesn't even have, like, the under trunks. Right. He has the black. He also doesn't have his uh, his boots. Right. Which I've seen, seen a show from 96 where he has the 
the famous Van Damme boots. Right. He was not supposed to be on this show. Isn't that unbelievable? Like, Because right. I think he had already had that match with uh, Jeff Hardy on Raw. Right. Yeah. You know, so it was like, oh, people see Rob Van Dam, like people know who he is, and, and of course WCW, he was Robbie V. Right. right. <laughs> yes. Yep. So here he is. He is getting ripped by the crowd. Ooh, you sold out. Yeah. It's like these people don't ECW like ECW fans are yeah. Um, but what's funny is like his RVD is so good at like flipping the crowd right back because mm-hmm. he just he's just still good. <laughs> I remember watching a highlight reel of this match. Years ago, back like when you know, I was just downloading just like highlight reels of different guys from ECW to kind of figure out what it was and stuff. And this match, just the stuff they're able to do is incredible. Like they're doing, I'm not to mention like the the craziest is not even really a move. It's just he takes a chair and just eat it. Yeah, just throws it. I'm gonna whip you into the turnbuckle and surprise. (laughs) It's not even what is that? It's it's the Vincent Lugwood's got a message right here. Yes, yes. But the receipt for that is the lamest receipt. Oh. I, I always remember this match for Lance Storm getting absolutely torn to shreds by the uh, ECW crowd. Because of yes. And this is what sucks. Yeah. The whole time, like, because, like, Amanda's, like, she, when we watched Rise and Fall, and I think the Paul Heyman doc, like, she thought ECW looked cool. Yeah. She actually thought ECW looked really cool. You showed her the ECW doc? Yeah. She liked it. She really she thought it was cool because it was not WWF. It was something very different compared right. to what she had seen outside of The Undertaker. But what happened? So, of course, <laughs> what happens to be the one time she walks in the room and sees ECW showing? It's when Lance Arm throws that pussy-ass chair shot. I'll tell you, they always walk in at the worst I know. Time. And, I, and I was like... HLA! And, she, and, of course, she's like, man, that looked bad. Like, <laughs> 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 and the crowd just... Oh, boo! Well, well, I thought, yeah. I mean, at first I'm, I'm kind of reading it like the crowd's booing because it's a match with Rob Van Dam and Rob Van Dam taking the chair shot, giving it. But you hear when Joe, oh, that's an echo. Joey makes this nice little comment. Lance gets like flipped flat on the concrete. And Joey goes, no cute, he's like, uh, like no pretty blue mats left on the floor. ECW, this isn't Disney World. You know, I've been to Disney World. Not covered in blue floor mats either. Well, I mean, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. WCW <laughs> tried to go no mats once, and that didn't work. No, yeah, but, uh, when Bill Watts was booking, he right. thought he'd make the guys look tougher. <laughs> <laughs> the five star frog splash. First of all, isn't the five star? No, nope, not quite. Nope, not and, yet. Not and, yet. And it's not good enough to win the match. No, and he yeah. doesn't sell it like he. No, he's. It, it, he, it's hard to believe he used to do it during. Time when he wouldn't hurt himself. Yeah. He stands right up and he's like, "Fucking hey, right." Yeah. <laughs> Do you see that? Yeah. Pretty cool. cool. Huh? One of the things that's on display with when Lance Storm does the John Cena leg drop from the top rope uh-huh. onto Rob Van Dam on the that's chair. Great, yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. What it shows though is RVD selling is ridiculous. And body contortions. But, but that's the thing. Like it's not where it's like out of control, like Ziggler or some maybe even Sasha Banks, kind of out of control. He found a way to manipulate his body to where it would always look just critical what he would take. Critical. I mean, Danger. yeah, I mean, Danger. like DDTs. Nobody, DDTs. Nobody, yeah. nobody takes a DDT back. Doing DDP yoga at ninety-seven. Um, I mean, do you think it was RVD yoga first? And Paige <laughs> kind of stole it. I, I no, Paige gave it to him, just like the RKO. I gave it to him. I told him to take it. The um. The match, of course, like I always, I remember that I always loved the finish of this match. The way Lance chairs him, better chair shots, mm-hmm. twice, and then, 
He jumps, spins, and kicks that last one right into his face mm. for a Van Daminator to win the match. RVD going over. Which, RVD's not going soft on his chairs. No. <laughs> this is, uh, I mean, obviously, I think we will see the better matches from both guys, but it doesn't take away from Still this match good, being though. fantastic. It's a good, good match. Two great starts. Now, I don't know what they did on network, but what the fuck was that song they were playing for RVD? It yeah, sounds it like, like it's like a rock picture. Yeah, it was very rockabilly, like yeah. surfer. Uh, I got some. I don't remember what it was, but RVD tried. Uh, got RVD tried, RVD tried something cool, messes up. He yes. still gets something out of it. Like I think he goes for like a springboard over yeah. the chair, and he doesn't quite get it, but he still knocks the shit out of Lance Storm. It's That's when he crazy. perches him on the top. Right. Yeah. yeah and then the crowd. I mean, like this crowd is all over people fucking up. Which, I mean, I guess sometimes it's fun or funny, but shit, man. I mean, look at the stuff they're doing. Well, and this, yeah, like Lance Storm, he did a straight leap to the top rope at one point in the match and did a fantastic back elbow. Which is, yeah. So, after the match, Storm goes, Storm tries to, you know, do the handshake. (laughs) RVD is having none of it. No. He, He thanks Lance Storm on the mic. He gets on the mic. Thanks him, but then says that he doesn't care about respect. And it's, I just wrote, RVD's the chippiest he's ever been. Until next, next week. A right? win for RVD here means RVD's worth more money elsewhere. That's hilarious. And, yeah. and I love to work Mondays. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the second promo. I love that yeah, line. That's oh, the, what, a, what a great line. Like, I put down what you were talking about earlier. I was like, I thought RVD's promos were, like, historically sucky. You know, like, that's how you, you, you we just conditioned to... It's all good when you're RVD. There's a weird trade-off that happens. It's like RVD's in-ring gets substantially better, but then, like, his character work, he kind of just, it, it it trails off to where it's just like, eh, just the thumbs, <laughs> it's just the thumbs. You know, that that's it. And But you know what? In a way, that's all he needed. Mm. He didn't need the rest of it. So it's... Right. it's in ECW, you had Bill Alfonso. Mm. Right. Yeah, he had enough a, piece. Yeah. yeah so clearly. It worked out, of course, as we'll see. Backstage, Joey introduces us to Michinoku Wrestling. This is uh, this is going to be fun. Yep. Charlie's so, perennial favorite. We have a six man match now. I I didn't there for uh, this pay per view. There are at least three highly rated Meltzer matches uh, here. This one I think is the highest rated. I think this one at least four stars. I like how Joey Styles says that Michinoku Wrestling is a mix of Japanese style and Lucha Libre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are no Lucha Libre wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> no, he means more to the style. Yeah, it's just the style. Just Japanese yeah, wrestlers just... doing Lucha Libre. Right? They just went yeah, to a food court. Because, was... um, oh, it's... I did I did a bit of research into this. I think it's Gran Hamada, who's one of the guys in the match. Mm-hmm. He's credited as, as you know training in Mexico. Him and like Ultimo Dragon. So that's my one of my favorite things is when Joey's like, <laughs> and you know what? We call him Ultimo. WCW calls him ultimate <laughs> idiots. No, like, no, can you imagine? Actually, can you imagine if there was an ultimate warrior? That would be Sting's name. That, there I mean, was the, a in Mexico, that is Ultimo Guerrero. Uh, whoa! I have the ultimate Guerrero. This is my final form. <laughs> ultimate warrior doing the dragon sleeper to win a match. With those tassels. Yeah. He's shaking the guy like he's shaking the ropes. He's just giving him the what is it? The, the, the ultimate. <laughs> Shake it. Fish moves the shaken baby death syndrome. <laughs> Just to hear the Ultimate Warrior speak Japanese in the way he does it. It would make more sense. 
Son Goku Hoga. Oh my god. Bonsai! <laughs> Try to bomb the harbor. That's good. Bomb the harbor? Yeah. Because, you know, South Park, Japan. Dude, it's... And it's the mix of his... The two pilots had the two... It's... It's, um... Takamichi Noku, Dick Togo, and, uh... Hey, what's his first name? Terry Boy. Terry Boy. A.K.A. Men's Tail. Men's Tail. That's it. The Blue World Order International! Mm. Awesome. It, the, mm. They just keep driving it home. They're going up against Great uh, Great Sasuke. Is it? Great Sasuke? Great Sasuke. Sasuke Grand Hamana and Yokosiji. I got Grand Nanawa. Unfortunately, it was supposed to be Grand Naniwa. He appears in the pre match graphic, but yeah. he doesn't make it oh, to the match. I did, so we a... get Christmas Elf Masato Yakashiji. Poor little kid. Well, yeah. <laughs> well. Mara <laughs> um, Ronello, the new There's even player. a special Asian referee. That's what I think is precious. Oh, yeah. No, no, that was one of my favorite parts. They imported the referee. That's, <laughs> I like how Joey doesn't say we're gonna, we imported wrestling guys. And my God, it is the slowest count. Oh. Like, you have plenty of time to kick out. <laughs> so, what? so, wait, wait. So, that guy Dude. was not Grand Hamana? Is that not him? Grand yeah, no, uh, Grand Hamada's there. He's the the old guy yeah. in the uh, the black trunks. Yeah, this guy. He's supposed to be Grand Naniwa, who okay. is, uh, and, I, and I shit you not, he was a wrestling crab monster. Oh, <gasps> sorry, that's, that's wrong. The first, and unfortunately, he because he's in the like the pre-match graphic that they have, yeah. so it must have been a very, very last-minute thing. Yeah, um, he ran into the ultimate warrior at the airport. I got some hot butter, some tongues, but uh, <laughs> But I like how none of these guys. I mean, uh, none of these guys look like they do in the graphic. Don't, because like that, the picture of Taka, Dick Togo, and Terry Boy. I'm like, holy wow! And then it's like they come out as Blue World Order, which is fine, but it's like, boy, these guys look eclectic. Nope. It's a great contrast to the Dudleys and Eliminators match because it's a formal tag. Yeah. They um and the thing is like uh, Gran Amada, that guy just seems angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is not happy to be here. Maybe or maybe it's just strong style or maybe it's both because everything looks like he's doing it at a hundred percent. I'm gonna hurt you style. His snapmares, <laughs> they could be signatures. That's yeah, how that, devastating that's it is. That's pretty much the Japanese style. Because yeah. uh, I, I read an interview with RVD like early in his career. Uh-huh. Um, he was he was wrestling in Japan against uh, a guy named Toshiaki Kawada, yeah. who is one of these you don't fuck with this guy kind of guys. Um, and RVD's giving him the kicks, and he thought you know, and RVD thought he was being stiff, and it turns out that he wasn't, and this guy was actually getting offended by the fact that he thought RVD was pussing out on the kicks. Wow! Wow! Triple H always said RVD kicked too hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy, uh, he kicks too hard. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H spelling candidates. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, this is one of those matches where it's extremely hard to do notes because yeah. it is very fast. But just to talk about the match overall, like because it is a fantastic contrast to that first that first match that we had on the card with Eliminators and Dudleys. What did you guys think just seeing this on the, oh, on okay, the card? Look at his Charlie's hieroglyphics of notes here. <laughs> it says the treasure is in the... I'm like John Smith, man. Only I can decipher. 
so this fan, man, it is loud as hell. Power <laughs> Ranger? No, no, just there, like there's like a, a, a DDT or something, and then a cover, and then a very loudly audible, shut the fuck down! <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it not, is. on the network. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Really? They edited uh, this guy? Well, because uh, oh. that one's that. That's the thing is, oh, all, most of my notes are crowd notes. Yeah, Jason yeah. Jason became Gene Hackman from the conversation. He put the headphones on yeah. and went deep into the sound on it. Oh, I love it. It, it I is love impressive when you to listen that. to this to really good headphones because, I mean, you get, like, you get a lot. and like, You get the, Elaine talking dirty from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the same time. Oh, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a... a Let's see the classy people there in, in the ECW arena chanting Power Rangers at the yes, guys. They did. Uh, then there's the, of course, the you fucked up. But I, the, you fucked up people that chant this are the same people that clap when server drops the fucking thing. So, of course, that. Then there's the, the point where the Blue World Order back on top of a guy and pose. That is awesome. Yeah. That is, pose is amazing. Yeah, that is straight getting you forth. Like, I love that. It's, it's like, like three Chris Jericho. They, they do the beatdown at one point. They have this guy <laughs> they held do down. The they, they do they're just, they're just beating the shit out of a guy on the ground. Like, there's the, a razor's edge off the top rope, like, yeah. Hurricane Ronish. Like, that's one of the best of luck. And and you, one good takeaway is all these guys would become tying or kind tie. All of them at some point, like, and I know maybe not for long periods of time, like, because I think like, because Togo was one I always I thought was looked the coolest in Kai and Tai, just because mm-hmm. he was that short kind of bulky looking dude, and he did that awesome senton. But yep. to see He's like still wrestling, is he in twenty sixteen? Wow, Dick Togo's <laughs> retirement's a no no, ain't happening. <laughs> um, It'd be cool if Dick Togo wound up being like the Japanese version of Buff, where he's a freaking. He's an asshole. Yeah, I, I, I thought that's what it was. <laughs> I ran into him at a sake bar. <laughs> Dick Togo's mother on the phone. I'm a pendant. What, what, what is it, Martin? Dick Togo's mother on a forklift match. Is that what you have to All the internet. And then these guys, after the match, proceed to beat the shit out of each other continually. Wow, that Japanese generic theme music is playing, and I'm going, this, this <laughs> yeah. is fun. The thing, though, the thing I'm going to ask you. The Big all... Trouble Little China menu music. Yeah, like, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it's not even Japanese. It's like, yeah, it's not even Japanese. In all seriousness, like, whatever the, like, when you see all of the, all the false finishes, and yeah. there are so many. Yeah. When you finish with, you know, which was, I, I can't, I don't What was it? Well, it's a, you hook both arms and. Versus, like, do like a German suplex with both arms reversed. What do you call that? Oh, that's a tiger plex. It's a yeah. tiger, isn't it? When you finish with that, after you've done all that, are you a little underwhelmed? Like, oh, it's like the small package finish. The small package finish. That's what it is. And, well, and, that and I don't know. I mean, after all, I mean, it is kind of underwhelming, but at the same time, you're like, well, look at all they've taken. Yeah, maybe I, they just can't I, take I it, it anymore. But, like, even look at the crowd because they're like, oh, oh, that's it. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> you guys are going to kill each and, other. And, I'm not saying that's like a as a vicious critique, but well, that that that's, this is where do you go? This is kind of where Ring of Honor would evolve from right. because that's a lot of what a lot of sadly with their matches, I, not maybe not so much now because I feel like now they've kind of gone a different direction. But there was a period of time where if you popped on ROH just like how you're talking about ECW, mm-hmm. you know, late at night, that's the match I would see is two guys in black trunks. I would do like 
all kinds of amazing moves in the small package win. Like, whoa, whoa, wait. The Empire <laughs> Elbow. <laughs> whoa. Well, coming from a seven-foot-tall dude, that's still impressive. He should be a finisher. He's, he's no Ultima Warrior. No, no Ultima Warrior. There will never be another. Yamaguchi-san. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so going to have to like, go on uh, WWE 2K16's creator yes. suite now. Mitsubishi. <laughs> <laughs> if you add that Ultima Dragon, like, like chess piece onto oh. onto the yeah. ultimate war that would be good. He's got a Sonny oh, Bono, a Mexican Sonny Like, what would be the what? What would be the Mexican Sonny? Oh, so, do you mean Sonny Ono? Bono? Ah, come on, there's Sonny Ono, Sonny Bono. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Sonny Bono. Yeah, yeah. only one of those two has like had sex with Cher. And it was the best weekend of Sonny Ono's life. <laughs> oh wow. So now we cut to an, uh, kind of the continuation of what Joey was talking about, hyping the triple threat match as we get the – and Martin alluded to this <coughs> early with some of his tweets – is a classic ECW type of promo. Yeah. yeah. You all right, buddy? Hair over face. Right. Black and white, close up. And this is what I was telling Charlie over the phone when we were talking about this. This is where the network ruined this because whatever bullshit music they're playing, Totally contrasts with what is a I, the best I were, on the moment. network. I don't know if, how it is on the thing, but it was the BWO theme, which yeah. is far too jolly for the promo he was cutting. Well, that's what they have on there. I the think BWO that's theme. what it was. Yeah, I guess so. Then okay, gotcha. and it was very off-putting because yeah, the promo is pretty good overall. Yeah. I just think it goes on too long. Yeah, it's oh on, yeah. And but yeah. The, that's what I have on here is like, man, it's like a serious promo from Stevie. The hair, the black and white, and all yeah. this stuff, and then it goes. That suddenly he turns around and hair flip, here comes the color, and I get it's great, but it kills it. Blue Mini all the colors coming out, talking like Razor Ramon. It's like Sandman, Terry Funk, tonight you're gonna dance, but Stevie's gonna lead and does his Scott Hall pose. Kills the the, the vibe that they were going for. You want us to take him seriously. That's a comedy group. Right. I mean at the end at the end of the day. And not to go back to the last match, but Joey Styles deserves a raise for calling this match. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> calling, oh, yeah. he's calling this by himself, and he's always compelling. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After Jim Ross, I always, he was always And this match is a great it's, example. What's fascinating is, like, I'll be interested to kind of see him working with somebody else because he strikes me as a guy, not the best working with somebody else, but on his own, nobody can do a show like him. I don't think if you put – if you would t- – you think Michael Cole put him on his own? He would sink oh, terribly. Yeah. Well, just the night Lawler had the heart attack, but that was different. I mean, like, there's not like, hey, Michael, we're going to try something different. He didn't have a choice. <laughs> Michael, you're on your own, and uh, there's a potential death. Two, yeah. two years on, we find out it was like a rib. Oh. It's just Lawler. <laughs> just... He's like, did you see that bastard? Uh, speak, Joey Styles. If uh, he's calling the Shakara King of Trios this weekend. Oh, cool. oh so, like God. when you get the when you wow. if, if you were to watch it. When they put it up on their show, it's Joey Styles. Kind of like that. That's gonna be cool. Yeah. So now we transition to we've had three really great matches. It's got to come down. It's streak. Yeah. This is this is the combo breaker to end all fucking combo breakers. Whoa! Wow. I'm convinced that Shane Douglas is going to win. He, I, I have more notes on this than I want to. I have a page and a half of notes on this I do too, match. strangely enough. Oh, I do. Because I you're not watching it. You're commentating. Like, you know what Shane Douglas is? 
He is the Triple H of ECW in terms of how his matches are booked. They are so overbooked and so fucking long, and they don't go anywhere. And it looks like he gets gassed halfway through, right. then miraculously makes a comeback and is able to do moves again. I can't fucking stand Shane Douglas. Did you see the Target video mm. I sent you? No, because... <laughs> no, but I, I do know that he works. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, he wrote on the cred of that promo that That's started promo. ECW for mm-hmm. a long time. Like, yeah. And rightfully so. That, That's that a good was, promo. If you want to... And it was ahead of its time. If you want to use Pipe Bomb back mm-hmm. in time, like, that's mm-hmm. one of them. Without question. But as a performer, it left sometimes some things to be desired. In this one, he's up against Pitbull number two. And he's, <laughs> no, is this Gary Wolf or is this... Uh, no, no, it's uh, uh, t- Antonio Durante. You're fucking with me. That's the guy's name? <laughs> yeah. Antonio big, big, big Tony. Yeah. And what's shocking is like, um, this match seems like it's to make that guy look strong. Right. Like, mega strong. You, like, you had the best point, though, with the way that they are. Their styles, basically the exact same thing. <laughs> so, it's like nobody comes out looking good here. No. No. <laughs> so, I, Joey Styles, because Shane Douglas is not only the most hated man in pro wrestling, but in all sports, and that was a quote from him yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) All I have on here for notice, hey, hey. like Martin is talking about it, Shane Douglas promo, say a line, hey, hey, say another line, curse, but use a weak curse word, and, you know, accentuate. Shut the hell up. They're saying saying fuck you. Hey, on the network, what song did they have him come out to? Oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, okay, because Real life, I mean, it's actually a decent so song. So this is a good time to talk about music because music. it's a great yeah. song. It's uh, Deep Purple, uh, Perfect Stranger. And Which, that's on the Stone Cold Battle album. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, it's a great <laughs> it's song. It's a damn good track. But, but the way the guitar sounds, they even borrow that sound for the WCW uh, yeah. theme. Like, it's just his sound. Right. You know, it's just, oh, great song. Shit, dude. <laughs> there is a bit of storyline behind this match yes. because Shane... Oh, God, Shane, that video. Oh, <laughs> have you ever seen him? This is. <laughs> I've never seen a man in an angel brace. I think that's what that is, is the angel brace. Halo? Or halo brace. Well, halo is where they, you got the drills in your head and that, so I don't know. Somebody, like one of those severe neck braces, gets shook. Yeah. Like, I mean, I thought he was going to have a SIDS moment. You remind me of the China Terry Ronalds moment? Yeah. Only oh far my. more serious. <laughs> so Shane broke Pitbull 1's uh, neck, Gary Wolf's. Neck, uh, unfortunately, it's being no before. Um, and and they're he's really actually ringside for this match, looking angry. <laughs> I like how they said he was angry. I think Bob bold. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Uh, he wasn't. What was it? Joey Styles says he's not cleared to be at ringside, so he bought a ticket. Happened to get a front row ticket. That's a good twelve bucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Gary nice. Wolf is a, is a guy on the inside, a ticket master. <laughs> I mean, he was on their side, not Pearl Jam. I I hate his... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, the match starts, but I guess the guy running the sound fell asleep or something, (laughs) because... The music just goes. I'm like, I I can't get into this. On the network, Pitbull number two, which, how bad is that, that you can't have equal billing in your own tag team? (laughs) (laughs) Um, He comes out of Mike Knox's ECW theme. Oh, does he? Yeah. (laughs) So... Right, it's the Rockers, not Sean and Marty. Rocker one, Rocker two, oh. Midnight Express Please, one. Cassidy. 
when my note, my first wrestling note for the match is, oh, we're trading front headlocks. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. God. Why are... Oh. What's well, like that big guy's like, Shane, what I year want you is to it? show people that I'm, I'm more than just... This is a grudge thing. match. Yeah. I mean, is this it's, a case where nobody it's, wants... It's, it's like how we say that Triple H wants to be Harley Race. Shane Douglas wants, wanted to be Harley Race first. Yeah. He's the NWA champion. It was. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's a man who doesn't rest on his laurels. <laughs> you know what I want you to do? I want you to go show out, and then I want you to have a very, very mediocre match with Dolph Ziggler's <laughs> If if Shane Douglas had a match with Dolph Ziggler, I would love to watch Dolph Ziggler sell ridiculously front headlocks and, and, and full shitty clotheslines. Oh yeah, oh, I don't want to see that because dude already like three seconds away from murdering see, Billy Kidman. Shane Douglas is the fucking finisher, and it's, it works fine for Bailey. I love the I love Bailey doing it, but it's the belly to belly, which was Magnum TA's old move, right? right. And so, it's a Steiner thing. I know it was a yeah, Steiner finish, kind of. Well, they were doing off the top rope, right? Oh. But go ahead. But I'm saying, like, in ECW, a belly-to-belly suplex as a finisher kind of lame. Well, and that that's kind of the pitfall with ECW is that your classic, like, like strong wrestling moves are really kind of pedestrian in ECW. If and, and the thing is, like, when you have matches with all these weapons, and there's something here, there's a guardrail used. Yeah. There's being, people being suplexed under the guardrail. <laughs> Oh, uh, Douglas versus the guardrail is a much more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> Future oh, SummerSlam match: Shane Douglas taking on the guardrail in a career-ending match. Now we're also forgetting one big factor into this match: Francine. Oh, oh yeah, and yeah. The way, right, that's where right. I put this. Watching this, ECW is the Hiroshima of wrestling's war on women. It oh. is bad. <laughs> they, I mean, like Joey Styles is just like commenting on her loose morals. She's a whore. Yeah, she's. Just all saying it, like the crowd is like screaming, like they're belittling her. They're calling her a slut. They're calling her a whore, and then asking her to show them her tits. Yeah, hey, you show us your tits? <laughs> oh, you didn't. You're a whore. And, and it's fantastic to show just where, like, where we saw, of course, a lot of Shane Douglas matches go in 2000 mm-hmm. with the chain. The guy never changed no. up who he was. Like I he's was doing like, the same no shit. WWF but, tried. Yeah. Like Dean Douglas. Yeah, right. I like how he at least called that cartoon. Like, it's kind of cool. Can we talk about the Riot Squad that comes out with him? Which <laughs> <Which> be <laughs> his finest. The Riot Squad shops at Big Locks because those are the cheapest looking. And, and clearly, one of the guys looks like something that doesn't belong there. No. And you're like, wait a minute, who's that guy? No, it's Austin. I think I think the reveal is it's on that level of awesome. Yeah, it's oh oh, <laughs> but um, we do get um right. So in the midst, like we go into the belly to belly suplex land <laughs> for a while. Oh, is while. this the match where, where he keeps trying to pin it with it? Uh, or is no, that, that's that's oh that's, that's hardcore heaven. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. But still, like there are a lot of heavy <clears throat> power moves that he does. That Pitbull too, just goddamn, he won't stay down. No, um, I've got that uh, intestinal we, fortitude. I'm always hearing. Things but, get, or go ahead, go ahead. Which go ahead. is because we're talking about intestinal fortitude. Is you know they keep talking about how Shane's trying to break this guy's neck. He wants to break Pitbull Two's neck too, and so a lot of his offenses towards that. Pitbull Two keeps like punching and kicking Shane in the dick, like a lot. Like 
you know, go well, for what, wouldn't you if you had the chance? <laughs> I would. Mark Dixon off the top rope. I'm going to find a target in Pennsylvania. <laughs> skin the cat. <laughs> I would love to see Martin skin the cat. I love that would be hilarious. Any of us. <laughs> I, I'm so we get our first character. I even skin the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Martin? I'm so out of shape, I couldn't even skin the elephant. <laughs> Whoa, wow. So, I think it's great. We we are like an hour into the skin first the episode of season three. We already got one of our characters for the year. Ultimo Warrior. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Toyota! <laughs> <laughs> so, would his entrance, would, would you like do the... The ding, 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 I would love to see you. What song is that? Well, you do the Ultimate Warrior theme, but you do it like you're at a Chinese restaurant. Wouldn't it be so cool? The Japanese violin version of the Warrior If we got a Godzilla movie where it's Godzilla versus Ultimate Warrior. Godzilla is hitting, and Godzilla's doing what Godzilla does. And then all of a sudden, Godzilla Godzilla do? Hey, nice building. Too bad. <laughs> and then the music hits, and the warrior comes running through the streets, and he starts shaking the light pole. Oh, he starts the, shaking. He's got the electricity so warrior, through his face. So warrior is the size of Godzilla. I was imagining normal, normal Godzilla. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like he's shaking the light pole. Like he can on the street. He's oh, running. He's his actually head. the size of yeah. a regular man. Yeah, <laughs> he's taking. <laughs> The best part, I think the best part we can all agree is that Godzilla and Ultimate Warrior are doing the test of strength. And Godzilla's got Ultimate Warrior down, and from the camera angle, it looks like Ultimate Warrior's <laughs> sucking Godzilla's dick. <laughs> I can't stand, like, Why? I never thought of it that way. It's just like, oh, and then, like, the gift that people will put oh, on there. It's like, what are they doing? Where, where you nuts, you keep sucking, and it's like, Hogan. Oh, oh, oh. No wonder why Hogan put him over. <laughs> oh, I love, I love you. To wrap up this match here with it, Candido comes out. He eats it immediately. Mm-hmm. He eats the, he eats the chain that um, Pitbull took from Shane. <laughs> I'll taste the chain. And then um, like Douglas hits. He finally hits the belly to belly to win the match. Yep. Um, we hear a voice that says, "It's going to take off the mask and give him the ass whipping." And it sounds like ravishing Rick Rude. A hundred percent. But instead, <laughs> we get fake Undertaker. He looks like the Shockmaster. Yeah. Like, when this guy comes out, I was, like, I was like, oh shit, it's going to be... It's like the Rude Master. Yeah, Here see, he comes. You see this guy in Rick Rude's robe, and he's got this mask on, and he's like, his chins are bulging out of the mask. I'm like, that's not Rick Rude. And I love how he's in the ravishing, and Joey Styles is like, well, clearly, just do it. We, we, we missed a really good let's throw shade at WCW uh, comment by Joey Styles. Which one? The uh, oh, he's talking about Shane Douglas. He goes, Shane Douglas. He's the franchise. He earned that nickname in the ring. 
not by repelling from the ceiling on a bungee cord with your face painted up like a cartoon character. But first of all, Joey, the crow is not a cartoon character. So I'm going to need you to take that back. But there's not like, the crowd is chanting, we want blood, which is normal. And you hear it. And then I think it's the same guy who's like audibly throughout the whole night, sit down. Shut, shut the, the fuck down! I hear a, uh, <laughs> yeah. Zero, tell him to go. Give me a little cheeseburger. <laughs> we look at that, he just goes, eh, we're not all bloodthirsty monsters. It's like, wow. It's a lot. Like, this is crowd watching, people watching. Yeah, so yeah. funny. Especially in this. It's interesting. Ravishing Rick Rude was in all three companies in the same year. Yeah, yeah. same yeah. same weekend. Same, almost the same season. Yeah, <laughs> it was the same weekend when he, he did the he was the ECW on Saturday night because of pre-tape. Pay-per-view. Or, and, uh, and it, was Survivor, it was at Survivor Series because he quit. and then After went, the uh, screwjob. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it might have been that one. And that it was weekend. a pre-tape Raw. Yeah. So he was on Raw. And then on Smack, or on... He's on, on Raw and on Nitro. And they did it in the same time segment. Yeah. Because I remember the, oh, really what a difference a day makes promo. Um, what's I was doing so that. what's so cool is the mask guy gets in the ring, and he just goes, I love that he just goes right up to Francine and kisses her. Yeah, and she likes it. Yeah. Oh, it's fake Undertaker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I love that, the the eruption from the crowd when the riot Guy in the right gear takes off. It's actually a great swerve. It's very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah there it is. The one of these things is not like the other. But I do like Brian Lee coming down to the ring in a Rick Root impersonation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he's got the same, like, facial expression. <laughs> I'm like, can you tell? Rick, uh, and, and, well, was, you can see the bottom half. You can oh, see, okay. He's got the cowl on. Like that one. It's, it's such a bummer to see because he, Root looks so good. That man. Listen up, all you... Felons and villains at Arkansas, I want you to shut your mouth, you two-faced claymation. <laughs> Goes right to the women's wars, Batman, do it swerve. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Joker's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but anyway. But Root's punches, everything oh. looks so badass. I just wish he did a Root Awakening. Well... This no. is after neck break, right? Yeah. I mean, it's well, he, the, well, it's, this, it's a back break, right? With Sting, like, yeah. wasn't yeah. that move that Sting did? Where like Sting did like a plancha, like a, an unbelievable just leap over the top. Just rope. the one that went under guardrail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, but yeah, it's an awesome moment. Really great way to cap off an awful, awful match. I mean, Rick Rude's doing the what? What would you call his? What is it? What is that thing called? Ravishing like his like his, his pose. But he's doing that while they're busting white zombies. Because <laughs> no, you you're one of those chicks that likes romance. Yeah. And <laughs> hey, what's cool is it, I don't know if it's because of his back, but he can't quite. He's not yeah. pulling off, so it's like well, this weird, awkward swivel. But it looks great. At the risk of sounding like a homosexual, it also doesn't look quite right if he has a shirt on. Very true. Like and jeans and jeans. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if he's got like Jake Roberts' wife on his ass, you know, no shirt on. Yeah, yeah, that's with, oh yeah. And, but well, before we yeah. move on, uh, James Vanderbeek on Twitter has there his not not real James <laughs> Vanderbeek. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's oh. James J. It's like a weird AI. Yeah, yeah, he does. I follow him. He follows us. He does a lot of Photoshop stuff. Like he changes and puns his stuff. And he did uh, I forget what ravishing Rick Moranis was one of his puns. <laughs> and this is what I mean. Like he does really good work. Like I was so impressed with this. He puts. Rick Moranis' face mm-hmm. over Rick Rude's body still has the mustache, but it's Ghostbusters Rick Moranis. 
and then for the pants, did like zooled out Sigourney Weaver instead of Jake Roberts' wife. It is amazing. Well, that's, that's, that's I, when, when we take, I will show you. Let's go ahead. Like an old uh, Stone Cold Steve Buscemi. That's what I was. Yeah. <laughs> that was one. Of, that looked awesome. Stone Cold Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. He does it best. Hello, fellow sports entertainers. We got front row tickets to the end of the earth. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as we head out from that match, we cut to Raven cutting a promo on the stairs, mm-hmm. hair in his face as well, <laughs> hyping uh, you know his the eventual title match he's going to have against whoever wins the mm-hmm. um, the three way that's going to be coming out. Did you did you have that? Did you have a Raven promo? I didn't have a Raven promo. We didn't have a Raven promo. Isn't there a Raven promo? We have a Taz yeah. promo. Yeah, yeah, we got the Raven promo. Yeah, I don't. Rem- well, Martin, you watched this one on the network, right? Yes. Yeah. So we—that's what's weird. That may be why it's four minutes that longer. Might be why it's longer. We got a Taz promo. Yeah. Did you get that? Yeah, we got we got the Taz promo as well. Yep. What that follows. Fuck? That follows. Yep. I mean, yep. and this is ECW Raven too, so I'm really sad. Yeah, ECW Raven is like you're quoting Ronnie James Dio Black Sabbath lyrics. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if I can see that. The. the both of these are they're pretty good. You know, the the Raven one is a typical kind of Raven, you know, promo for the most part. Um the Taz one I love just for seeing the montage of all the people he's put in the Taz mission. That's oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool to see, including R V D. So um and Chris Jericho before he went to WCW. So now the ring announcer announces this is one of the greatest crunch matches <laughs> in hit of the century. Yeah, that's nice seven. I'm saying a lot. It's Taz versus Sabu. So, um, Taz gets a proper entrance. Sabu doesn't give a fuck and just zips to the ring. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Are you showing the picture? I found it. Have you seen this, Martin? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. I've seen Ravishing Rick. That's perfect. That is... <laughs> that's some good... Just That is amazing Photoshop work. <laughs> yeah, like, he's really good at it. I, I, that just... That's my favorite uh, Sigourney Weaver face from Ghostbusters. That's when she's walking up to his window. <laughs> this sure. match, Taz versus Sabu. What are you guys' thoughts on this one? This one is match a of the bat- night. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's funny because it's not even their best match. No, and yet this is the this is the match we've been talking about. I like that we a lot of us commentate about oh grudge match. Sabu not waiting for an entrance, not getting that's how you set like fuck you, I'm going to get you. But then they tear down for two three minutes. There is a level of realism in this match that mm-hmm. I almost find uncomfortable. Taz gets him on the ground, like gets right over him and starts doing knees. Oh yeah, oh, and he hard weighs him. I know he broke his nose. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, it's right yeah. off the bat he breaks his nose. It's, yeah, it's bad. Um, <clears throat> just Sabu's offense is so incredible. It's so There's nothing unique. like it. And I forget that he's the one who introduced him to Gable. Yeah, like or that made it famous. I mean, and and the thing is, like, it's so nasty. It doesn't always hit. Nope. He'll go right back to it. He'll try it again. He does not yeah. care if he fucks up. Yeah. Whilst it's fun to to have jokes about the amount of times that Sabu fucks something up, it plays into the gimmick. Yeah, yeah. it does. Thomas, I mean, like, you would think, like, reckless. That's the whole point. It's like, so what? Like, best of luck to you, best of luck to me. Yeah. And then later, like, when they do that spot where they're going to, like, you know, they play the game of I ain't taking that bullshit over the table. Like, either one of them, I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. And then, like, 
luckily the least of the Taz's or um, the bump Sabu takes are mm-hmm. they're cringeworthy at times. A lot of the ways he takes the Tazplex are cringeworthy. Oh, yeah. On one Tazplex that scares the shit out of me. So he's got him like this, and he lifts him up sideways. And I swear to God, it looks like every time he does it, looks like their head hits the floor. Yeah. yeah. I got Joey's house says there are hundreds of wrestlers that use the suplex. There's only one. There's only one Tazplex. Yeah, because Taz was the human suplex king. Like, he was the first one. Honest <laughs> Vince called him Suplex King. <laughs> <laughs> but there was, like, Taz was doing the suplexes, like, consecutively, like, first. Yeah. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. And then Kurt Angle started doing it. There's Benoit. Now we got Brock Lesnar. It's basically his entire move now. Yeah. Right. But Taz doesn't get the credit for that. Right. And, and his suplexes were fantastic. There's a cool story told here, too, where Sabu gets him on the outside. He gets him out of his alley. Oh, yeah. And he's... And he's wrecks trying, him. Yeah. I mean, it is devastating when they go through the crowd. And every... I mean, because that's one... When you go through the crowd in WWF or a WCW match, that's one thing. Right. Not this crowd. I mean, no, no. I mean, that's 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 taking your life. Not this crowd. Yeah. 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 You could be killed. Like, like You really could be. Like, remember the guy who, like, punched Mike Awesome? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it's because he was used to oh, going or, to or hardcore Laparka. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> hardcore Laparka. Oh, 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 yeah, that guy who just so many that guy who just eats it and trying to mess with his. That's the Laparka we need. Not the Laparka we deserve. Yeah, I want more of that Laparka. This is the first dick. This is the first match I know. It's Papas from Point Break sitting in the front row. Oh. Yeah, 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 that guy. He's the, oh, he it just starts standing out because it is like their match is so intense, but it, I mean, the suplexes and getting up and everything, it's like, like the crowd is into it, but it's like this weird, like, they're frenzy, but then they know when to just stop and watch and then they go right. back and it's. Let's talk about this guy. Because this, the guy he's talking about, he is at every ECW arena show for that exact same thing. This guy, I swear to God, there are times where I think he thinks he's. <laughs> like, like you, if you notice it during the Dudley Boy promo, he's like, nah, 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 nah. like he's always doing this, yelling, saying "fuck you," getting very chippy with with the wrestlers. And then there are other times where he's like, nah, yeah. "That was pretty good." Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> George, Ray, George, George Bailey, Clarence, Clarence. Thanks, Fred. Fucking ass. Francine's a gold digging whore. Mr. Potter, you're gonna fucking Boy, kiss my cool. ass. Just like would be great. But, uh, <laughs> hey, why don't you guys cut the fucking music? Yeah. <laughs> Old Shane Bailey Gates. Steve, uh, on time to join the kiss my ass. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna say it because <laughs> when during the Sandman's Mega Undertaker at WrestleMania entrance, uh, this guy, Papas, this is where he's like, Papas. like That's emotional. Really yeah, Papas, Papas is like straight emotional, <clears throat> pointing at Sandman. You. You're the real people's champion. You look like the people. You're much. I was like, Jesus, dude. Like, we're say all that? Yes. Oh, God. I had, had this in the I had the headphones. The conversation man. over here. Yeah. Straight, just, Jason, the conversation. I, keys I know it's coming. There's going to be that picture you use of me for everything. It's gonna have just headphones oh, I'm gonna, on. I'm gonna, oh, yeah. You're going to become Gene Hackman from the conversation. Oh, thank God. Have you seen Gene it? Hackman. You've seen it. Of You've seen it. I know I've talked to you. Have you ever seen it? No. I'm going to talk about how Enemy of the State is the unofficial sequel. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Smart. Oh, wow. He eats his little <laughs> cookie or whatever. About to find out. About to find out. <laughs> wow. You ever seen a little Suicide Squad, Gene? Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I right. like Luke. Okay. But, um, the, uh, 
there's there's also a great moment where Sabu gets out of the Tazplex, mm-hmm. which is Tazplex or, or Taz, 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 Taz mission. mission. I'm sorry. Yes. Which is puts it on himself. Yeah. Which is great. Like I mean, like ordinarily, I know we talk about where it's like we hate seeing that. But the thing is, like we no, hyped up here. when you've hyped up that so many people have passed out, tapped out to the Taz mission. Mm-hmm. It would be awesome to see. That guy get put in it himself. That's right. a really cool element to Especially a story. When it's the like immediate after the escape, it's not like he's doing it mockingly. Like he turns right. it into that. So it, right. it was a move. It was like, all right, and, I've been practicing. And Taz has another submission move I really like that that, that movie does with the. It looks almost like an STF. Yeah. Oh, the freestyle bow and arrow. The, the style bow and arrow. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what a cool name for the move. Yeah, yeah but it actually looks really painful. <laughs> not like the STF. <laughs> Yeah, did you guys kind of see the ending coming? All three, all, all three of you guys, Martin, did you two I, see the ending coming? I have seen this match so many times. And I always <laughs> yeah, see, I've, I've already seen it. So, okay. yeah, I kind of figured where it was coming. I always forget. Yeah. Uh, passing out. Yeah. And, and it, it's fine. Did they leave Sabu <coughs> kicking the medic in the face oh. in the network? I can't. I oh, yeah. The little, like, the, I would call it out of because you can't see it. Hot medic. She's in, like, shorts for some reason. And it's, the, the, it's Ellie from Jurassic Park, basically. <laughs> Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, Doctor uh, Doctor Tyler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> chaos theory. Goes down one way, goes down the other. Mister Hammond, Mister Mister Hammond back. In. Oh, Sabu kicked me in the face. I'm just trying to check on it. Ultima Warrior. That would be awesome. Back in so, which <laughs> be awesome. <laughs> Whenever she <laughs> when she gets that light thing, <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Oh, it's it's a tassel? It's Sabu. Oh, oh, with all the cuts and the fucking rip. And he kicks her. Do the, the one where it's the hundred stitches in his bicep. She, she falls down. He, he goes for a triple jump moonsault. <laughs> 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 I mean, he. that's what's cool. is like, you know, passes out. In the middle of a, you know, great selling. He passes out. Been real as Taz. Who knows? And then the way he, you know, he's laying there kind of out of it. There's people trying to attend to him, kicks the medic in the face, and then runs around the ring like it's still going on. Uh-huh. When he crawls over in the corner and Taz is like, I think Taz was like, fuck, this guy's crazy. <laughs> like, he's like, well, what happened? What happened is you passed out. You passed out. And then, like, <laughs> comes up and, oh. Like, he's, he's getting all emotional and stuff, and I'm like, I don't know about all this. And he's like, no, no, this is kind of cliche, but I don't. I don't think this is what the guy in the audience said, but it might as well have been. It was like, "Gay." Would <laughs> <laughs> you miss the? You must before he gets to there. Like he's that. like, he goes, "This is bullshit." Attack is no. You know what's bullshit? Lack of respect is bullshit. Just like, oh, that's in in the ECW in today's WWE. Like that SummerSlam Brooklyn crowd <laughs> chanting all that shit would not fly with these guys. No. Because I would think they'd go the, 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 the T-Rex in Jurassic Park is played by Ultimo Warrior. <laughs> With the face paint on it. His is based on movement. <laughs> they said Ultimo Warrior a goat. Dude, that's how he gets in through the fence. Just turn the power off. If you sell that in a post, you'd buy that pay-per-view. Oh, what? Well, I hate being right all the time. Suicidal. You know who plays the goat? Triple H at WrestleMania 12. Either that or Connor. Why not? I mean, Ultimate Warrior came up with something, and they were like, that's not what he would you get it. <laughs> is the Ultima Warrior also super right wing? 
Oh, it's still got to be. There should be the wall between Mexico and the United States, and we will pay for it. We are in non made world work. Nissan! I just love watching you do it. It's so funny. You can think of more Japanese cars. Yeah, be careful, though. Get the Korean cars. I know, I'm trying to start yelling at you. You need to be sensitive with your racial The rest of the post matching. So it looks like they're going to have this moment. It's a really nice sportsmanship moment. Not Wow. Totally. RVD comes out. I ain't done with it. And attacks Taz. To which then it's like, oh, Sabu's going to come to his aid. Nope, Sabu's gonna join in. Yeah, that's it. First of all. But the real fucking bizarre moment of this is when Bill Alfonso joins in. <laughs> yeah, because we haven't mentioned the whistle once. <laughs> what? Okay, okay. Hold that thought. Okay. So, explain to me how this works. Bill Alfonso gets on the microphone and says <laughs> that Taz cost him money tonight. That's why he's switching a affi- Taz won the fucking match. How did he cost him money? Because he bet. I think the insinuation is that he bet on Sabu. He beat Rose himself. Oh, that's too bad. Yes. <laughs> ECW. Well, it would have been a safe bet. case on that one. Yeah. It would have been right. a safe Let me bet put a if this was WWF. But uh, yeah, he goes for the T-shirt. That's well, it's the ultimate sign of affiliation. Yeah, it's like he first he goes. He takes off his Halloween Express employee management button-up shirt, and to reveal another Taz shirt. And I love it. He struggles with the bow tie. It was a real bow tie. He was like, ugh. What's so funny, though, is on, like, he calls, he calls Taz a loser. And then on his way out of the ring, somebody (laughs) gives him shit and he says, fuck Fuck you, you asshole. asshole. (laughs) Dude, it's terminating. A, on the network, and B, watching with closed captioning. Oh, yeah. Inaudible. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Dude, they blur his mouth because he is, he is is brutal. You gotta, you gotta move over. (laughs) Like, this network. Oh, oh. I'm, thank God for the the Sean Long edits. Thank God, yeah, buddy. We just uh, and yeah, well, if uh, yeah, all, all throughout Bail Illegal on the network, anytime there's there's any kind of bad language, the the, the subtitles always just come up with inaudible, and it's like, no, I clearly heard that. that <laughs> yes. My favorite is also this is like a 20 year old tape delay. How is anything inaudible? You go back and rewatch it, and you listen to it. You are paid by someone. To do these uh, closed captioning sponsored I love by. The, remember the one we caught well, between Edge and. If, if we're going to moan about someone having one job and fucking it up, that's the next episode. I've got a ton of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Peabody Award winner will make oh, his I debut. think it's even. Uh, Martin, are you talking about the let's get historical for a second? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh. What were you saying? Um, no, I don't think I had anything. Next match, or next thing, I guess, is. Uh, Joey introduces Tommy Dreamer as the guest commentator for the triple threat main main event and I guess subsequent world title match to come afterward. Beulah also comes out and of course is just roasted by the crowd. Show your tits. Show your tits. Show your tits. I mean, that's here's maybe it's I'm older, but the uh, ECW women killer bodies, dead faces. Beulah definitely. She has no personality in her face, but I always. Well, yeah, that's the, I was just like when Lita shows up. Like, <laughs> All right, whoa, well, that was pre. Well, that was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just they say Beulah's on commentary. I think she says one thing. Yeah, 
I think I'm gonna throw up. I think I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> no, but <laughs> quit drinking. So now we go into our the, our triple threat: Stevie or Big Stevie Cool mm. versus the Sandman versus Terry Funk. So the winner will take on Raven later in the night or immediately, or whichever comes first. Well, by definition, it is later. Nothing off long match. Let's talk about So we can talk. Oh yeah. So that's that's what's talking about entrances because each guy's entrance is significant because. The one thing that's definitely significant for Big Stevie Cool is he is probably, and he's also from Philly, I think, mm-hmm. probably the most over guy, mm-hmm. at least in portions of the match, I would say, like, yeah. overall. because and, and judging by the way the finish goes, I think pretty much the crowd favored that they wanted to win the match. Right. Because there is a substantial boo when he is eliminated. Yeah. But anyway, BWO, mega over. Huge over. More over probably than they should be. But they, and the thing is, if this is your first ECW show in 1997, and you've ordered this pay-per-view out of morbid curiosity, there is no explanation as to why you're seeing a rip-off of the NWO. Right. And that, and it doesn't help that Joey Styles keeps talking about cheap imitations yeah. that you're going to see on Raw and Nitro. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm looking at BWO. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. later on, Stevie uh, Richards will do... The tuning up of the band, yeah, which has doesn't even have any r- relation to the NWO. Has none, except maybe if you wanted to say the Click, but yeah, but right, it just doesn't make any sense. I got their names. It, it makes Joey Styles look stupid. Yeah, sure. sure. There's Seven Eleven, right. who is six. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood Nova. I I love Nova. Yeah, Nova's cool. Thomas the Inchworm Rodman, and they call the yeah they call the Blue Meanie the Blue Guy. So the bad guy. I was like, all right. So the bad guy? Yeah. Nice. Now, yeah. here's the one thing before we dig into the match. This is ECW. There are no rules, right? There, apparently other than rope breaking. So it's all extreme. It's all no disqualification. You have your entire stable out there with you. None of them get involved. In match. Sure. That oh, makes yeah, totally. you look like the stable is also, I mean, it is, but even more so now. Um, the other thing I want to say is... We allude, we talk about Sandman's entrance, but mm-hmm. to really give it its due, I mean, it is. Now the, you're you're on the so you Sean to, Long edit now, right? Y- yes. Oh, good. Martin yes. watched the network version of this. Episode. Yeah. What, what music on loop do they put for this? Um, it's his WWE CW thing. Uh, so, like Jim Johnson's best attempt at Enter Sandman. <laughs> it's uh, it's for one thing. There was once a countdown they did or a whatever list, and they talked about best entrances, and thankfully Sandman made it because if there's nothing else to this guy, it's his entrance. <laughs> that, that is the beginning and end of Sandman's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The thing about Sandman that is so fascinating is that he was arguably one of the worst wrestlers of all time. Oh, yeah. Like, he is a terrible wrestler. And I think that's why we loved him so much is because he truly looked like us. Like, at one point, his shirt gets lifted up, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> it's the old white man gut that John Stewart was talking about at SummerSlam. Right. His fucking Frankensteiner, the drunken Conrano. Yeah. You white know, Russian rolling. Uh, the white Russian. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, when he puts the ladder on, on you, and, and like, <laughs> there has got to be a safer way to land on the ladder than those dark well, his leg drops that he does were like the one, you know, he's got the oh, leg out. He lands on his left foot. But he lands, he goes, ah, fuck this leg. He but, lands like Sid. Yeah. Or yeah. he doesn't break. But Sandman answers the question of what would Al Bundy be like as a wrestler. 
Yeah, it's true. It's this cold it's that cold stare that yeah. he has no. with the cigarette. Like you kick your ass. And yeah. and I don't know, does he do you think he pre gigs a little bit so that it, it'll come it, the blood will come Maybe. out quicker? <laughs> oh, good. You know but, what I mean? Yeah, because it has to, because then he whacks a few people, they don't bleed or anything. How many fucking beers does he drink before he Oh starts? at least like four? four? Yeah. So, and these aren't Austin. I'm gonna pour out. These he are is fucking every drop. This is before he was letting. He was going up to audience members, going, "How old are you? 21. Good enough." Yeah. <laughs> Should I show you something? <laughs> so, like, like he, he's entrance. He's second entrance, I think, right? right? Well, yeah, because and it's huge. It's, it's mega. It's, it's Metallica. Metallica. Crowd. It's Metallica. You can like you can feel it. You yeah. watching, and so like here it is, just. It's frenzy energy. He goes and he stands. And, and what's what's folk gonna come out there? Is it Roadhouse Blues? <laughs> yeah, like, like that'd have been cool. Bom, 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 bom. Oh, got a nice little somber piano. <laughs> it reminds me of Rocky Balboa when Rocky came out to High Hope. Frank, yeah, uh, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> oh, that episode of The Simpsons where Homer is boxing and walks out to why can't we be friends? That's a good Um. Yeah, Terry Funk said, and like the thing is, like I, the thing I'll give ECW credit is, they, if you're gonna do this storyline, you might as well go all the way with it. Yeah. And uh, Jerry Lawler and WWF had they had an opportunity with Lawler, 2011 it was when Miz had the belt to do this, and they didn't, and they should have because it would have been would have been a fantastic moment. But to get into this match itself, like I, it's Terry Funk's fascinating in this type of match because. He, you would think like he's just out of control, but no, he kind of like I. Or, does this one offer him beer? Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, because he always looks drunk anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, did, no, we, we missed the sand. Right no, Sandy. <laughs> no, uh, I'll, I'll feel again. <laughs> but the Terry <laughs> Funk promo that they ran to coincide with everybody, where it stands out like a thumb, is it's like voiceover by Paul Heyman instead of interview with Terry it's, Funk. And the weird transition where he's staring off in the distance and it bleeds into his father's grave. Oh, <laughs> fucking yeah. weird vibe, man. Like, And then Death's like, ooh. And you're like, he, he refuses the beer. Sandman just says, fuck it, I'll spit on Steve. Terry Funk moonsaults like a 400-pound Houston heavyweight. Yep. <laughs> and, he, yeah. and he doesn't hit anybody. He never hits a Dude, that one off the ladder. I just, I think he got him with his ankle. Yeah, barely. <laughs> barely. Yeah. yeah. Um... Tommy Dreamer on commentary. So yeah, that element is awful because he has one note that he plays. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I won't get involved because mm-hmm. I Joy, told you, please shut the fuck up. I love. That's what it gets. I'm trying to watch the match. Yeah, and then that, he talks ten seconds yeah, later. It doesn't happen when there are two people being. And I love that. Like, you don't understand. You're not a competitor. You don't understand. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, Joey yeah. Styles yeah, subservently. Yes, sir. Because I'm scared, all right? I'm afraid. Yeah. Oh, I can't. And the crowd's like saving him. He's like, they can't hear you, Tommy. I like that Joey Styles, like, for some reason decides to bring up, you know, Tommy, it just dawned on me. You've never pinned Raven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. And he never did the whole time in ECW. Never happened. Well, it's, it's no, way, he, on his uh, way out. Uh, on, when, on Ra- when Raven was WCW bound, they yeah. did it. Yeah. Oh, we finally did the yeah. honors? Yeah. 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 Yep. And, uh, Terry Funk gets older as his pay-per-view goes on. Oh. <laughs> During the original promo, he's 51. Uh, he is 52 on the way to the ring. And when he does the moonsault off the ladder, it hits him, he is 53. 
man. You know I love numbers. The crazy thing about this match is that Steve, like Stevie Richards, is arguably without a question the most in shape. The one who could handle this type of match the best. Mm-hmm. Well, he's and dealing with a 53-year-old man. <laughs> and then, <laughs> he's an aging by the hour. I feel Steve, so bad for him. Stevie Cool looks like the Ultimo Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> Ultimo Warrior joins the BWO. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> he's the one blue nation. <laughs> it's the OWB! It's the OWB! <laughs> the one's got with just one guy. The one, <laughs> one warrior body. Whoa! <laughs> the uh, the internet didn't want you to say that, Martin. <laughs> Did you repeat? Did you say Chris Benoit? <laughs> <laughs> WWF. Oh, the one say warrior. Say man, can't say WWF. <laughs> I was, was going to say the one warrior bodega. One warrior bodega. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so like this gradually, just what happens with Punk with this group? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's more in this than, or if it's in the next one with Raven. But, like, he looks like he is seriously gashed. Like, yeah. awfully. Like, as they get the barbed wire. the kidney. God, the, the kidney. Bar- um, when they get the barbed wire out, that is just ridiculous. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because at first, it's just a ladder. Yeah. And for some reason, Sandman just decides to climb the ladder. He climbs the ladder. And he climbs the ladder that side. says, do not climb. He climbs the yeah. ladder. Like, ECW ladders, they're definitely not gimmick. These are, we got them at Home, Home Depot. Depot. Yep. We didn't bother to get the ones that don't have the paint can shelf. <laughs> That's the side he climbed. Yeah. I'm like, what's he gonna do when he gets to that part? Oh, <laughs> uh, did you see it? A kayfabe news article: Man loses money in the bank chance because of paint shell. Hmm. <laughs> That's just a, oh well, glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Th- when they get the barbed wire out, because it's covered in the streamers from earlier from the triple or the six man tag. When yes. Get, when he, when Sandman gets it. Uh-huh. It is disgusting, and the gash that Terry Funk has, yeah, which like is like is on his side. That's I mean, it's at least twelve inches. It looks yeah. like it's ridiculous. But um, the other thing, the other thing that's fascinating this type of match, it's not your classic triple threat where it's one fall to a finish. Three it is a limit. It is a, is a a more classic three way dance because when St- when Stephen Rich. People don't call him Steven because of the Fine. right to censor. But better than calling him Big Stevie Cool. I don't. I I tried to write that and I don't like that. And he's fucking. He's got that shirt. He took out the cut comes off. up to here and I'm just like, I hate you for a whole news. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And his his dukes still have he's the pockets. Yeah, and the yeah. pockets hang way below, which is like, it is a palpable boo or an angry mm-hmm. chant almost of like when he gets eliminated. Mm-hmm. And we're down to the Sandman and Terry Funk, which the finish of this is hysterical. Just like, all right, why not? Is this the – or Stevie comes back, right? Well, that's the thing. Is he never like, leaves. There's, the, there's the another thing is like – Why would you leave? So, you don't have to. But that's – you don't have to, but you can't win. So right. they're just going to make sure that you don't lose. Um, well, the same thing with the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Well, fuck it. <laughs> just go I mean, back in and tear ass. I mean, Sandman gets eliminated like Jason Voorhees. Like, it takes, like, an, a super kick into a trash can on his head. he's drunk, yeah. and he just keeps kicking out. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, stop like, it. Aren't there real wrestling stories like that where they're like, he just uh, that is, That's out. a Sandman story. Um, <laughs> I, think I think it's uh, Mick Foley. Um, I remember this. Yeah, Wang Sandman in the head with a, a frying pan and knocked him so silly, he just kept kicking out. <laughs> Stop! Stop it! Stay Help out! Me. 
if it was New Jack, he'd pull a gun and just oh, shoot him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> just put it in his mouth. Open your mouth. Uh, were you talking about how over Stevie is? Since I made the mistake of watching what's on the network listed as the first pay-per-view, those people hate Stevie. Because that's when he's Raven's crony Stevie. There is all kinds of horrific... I mean, even on the network, they can't get away from it. Horrific, just homosexual slurs thrown at Stevie. And it's like... And what's crazy is this is two years after that, and as much as the crowd is into him. So, it's weird transition. Like that. They love him. There's none of the Stevie's a girl, dance, Stevie, dance, shit. Show. There was people yelling, show us your tits, Stevie. Which I think <laughs> He's <laughs> got herpes. Yeah. <laughs> He's soon. Um, the super kick into the trash can. Funk then does a, a moonsault off of the uh, the top rope for the win, if we want to call it that. <laughs> what a weird podcast. Yeah. I know. The super kick into the trash can. <laughs> then a moonsault off the ladder. 53-year-old man does a moonsault. <laughs> One, two, three, boom. One, two, three, and, and then suddenly and here's the world champion. <laughs> <laughs> the offspring show up. Yeah. They, brought, yeah. they, they brought Raven. I think they give him like 10 minutes for that. Which is probably about as much as Terry Funk had left in the tank. What is Terry Funk? There's 90 oh, yeah, minutes. Are you, are you minutes leaving? Stretching, man. Oh, okay. I can't stretch my leg out because Rocky has just claimed this spot for his so, own. This isn't really a match. No, it's it's, well, cause, it's, it's like because like he further entangles Terry Funk in the barbed wire. Yeah. Yep. Well, we missed where Sandman wrapped the barbed wire around himself. Oh, yeah. I and, love that. And, oh, go ahead. Go and ahead. How, I don't know. I mean, I get how that can hurt someone else, but this is really the double-edged sword of moves, but where Stevie's back in the match, he just kind of lazily does this bear hug shove to Stevie while wearing the barbed wire. Stevie sells it like... Like the Yeti? Yeah, he does the Yeti Yeti lock, but with barbed wire. And... No. no, (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's just so lazy and to see that and then everyone leaves. So Stevie hangs around when he gets eliminated, but everyone else leaves when it's Raven and poor Terry Funk. Yeah. Raven just murders <laughs> poor Terry Funk. I love that Raven needs help. Yeah, so it gets a weird. Fifty-three-year-old so man, man who just wrestled thirty. Minutes. Who just wrestled a thirty-minute match. So then we get this where Big Dick Dugly breaks out of jail and shows up to the match. Right <laughs> tonight is going to be a jail. Make bail because like because like because of course play back to Tommy like He's this, they 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 really overplay the melodrama of like I can't get involved. I love that Tommy Dreamer at one point in the commentary says, I'm not going to cry. Okay. I see that in your script. Way yeah. to go. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't help but laugh. Tommy like, Dreamer joke. You are the Rick Flair of ECW when it comes now, to crying. Here's what gets me is he, I would do that if I was, if I was booking this where you have the whole match where in Tommy Dreamer's, I promised him I wouldn't get involved in this match. Then when that match is over, he should have been like, well, I promised him I wouldn't get involved in that match and go down there and beat shit out Raven for him. Instead, he's standing up there, and that choke slam, I'll say in air quotes oh, for the God. people at home. This is the best luck like spot of the night up, here. But then Big Dick jumps two seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> Big okay. Dick, I'm telling you, Dick, you're going to have to fucking jump. And then he doesn't even, Tommy doesn't even move. Who said that Big Dick Dudley's on a satellite delay? <laughs> yes! Well, and, his and brain, just like the dinosaur's brains are in their tail, his brain's in his dick, and apparently it's so big, it took time for it to get there. This fucking choke slam actually made it into, like, ECW video packages promoting them. Because he went through seven tables on yeah. his foot. And that stupid jump. I mean, I just... <laughs> so, funny thing, while Terry Funk's in the ring during all this, because this was obviously a takeaway, you know, take the camera away from 
and Terry in the ring recuperating. Yeah. I know the guy's name is Reggie Bennett that attacks him, mm-hmm. but my thing autocorrected it and changed it to Tony Bennett. <laughs> 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 autocorrected to Tony Bennett. So, so awesome. What's cool is I, I picture Alec Baldwin's Tony Bennett coming in. You know, it's just going to be a great, great time. <laughs> great, great time. I'm just going to murder it. Music City, baby. But Tony Reggie, Bennett beating up Terry Funk. So who is the chick? Is that a dude or a chick? Because those boobs were huge. Either way, the one who did the uh, power driver. Power, yeah, power <laughs> driver bomb. The power, power driver yeah. bomb. It's just, yeah, <laughs> like, totally yeah. sold it. Yeah, that's where I got. And here's like Raven. Raven gives. I mean, he gives zero fucks. And he comes in. He kicks the chick again, who got booted by Sabu. Um, I'm sure she had it coming. Yeah, I'm sure. Is she one. was asking. Yeah, did you see how she was dressed? Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah, he kick he boot, kicks the shit out of her, then kicks the shit out of the ref. Then it's like Raven just fuck it. But then there's like thirty people in the nest, which is so much cooler than the flock. And here Raven's nest is that scary. Raven's flock, you gotta read me a little fable. <laughs> Teach me a life lesson. You got a you got a ditty for me. <laughs> Raven's daycare is not what we're going for. Ah, what about your kids? Prison. <laughs> It'd be like the John Malkovich prison let, let, sketch let, the let's, children. Let's be honest, this is a Mad TV sketch. Yeah. <laughs> so, after the, the choke slam spot, uh, Tommy gets himself to the ring. He delivers a DDT to Raven, and it gets a near three count, but the bell rings anyway. Right. Okay. Uh, and so... How do we? Oh, well, we need to end the match. So what do we do? Small, Small package. package. <laughs> Raven. The though. old man's dream has come. Yeah, his whole life, his whole fifty-three-year-old life was to win the championship. Which apparently isn't the first time he's held it. Right. I think he held it back in like ninety-three. Yeah. Yeah. When it was right. the Eastern yeah. Championship Wrestling. Right. And then he proceeded to spread hepatitis through all of the first three <laughs> yeah. rows. That was oh, on your network. Oh yeah. He didn't have that version. Oh, yeah, he's no, just no, going into the oh, like oh, he's the top, yeah, and everybody's that, getting I've got that forever. Poor lady in the BWO shirt. This is he's like, yay! And Tommy's like, yeah! And Terry Bloody Funk just pours all over this lady. She looked like Carrie when it was all said. <laughs> it's not pig's blood; it's Terry <laughs> Funk's blood. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> we'll show her who the palm queen is. And we go off the air a massive Terry Funk chant. It's yeah. a it's a great feel good ending yeah. to the show. Um, granted, as I mean, you know, I can argue Tom Blue and Teeth that you know, Stevie Richards should have been the winner. But and you really look at it like the best ending of that show is Terry Funk getting that that mm-hmm. belt. It's great. And he and it was like you dropped the next time. You would hold it for mm-hmm. a little bit there. Yeah. And go through a lot of people. Yeah. Like I like the if you remember the '90s wrestling. Other than Hogan, the world champion wrestled a lot because that you were the showcase for this. And I can't wait till we talk about the go home show to Hardcore Heaven, where like everything happened. It was ridiculous what they did on that go home event. But anyway, um, final thoughts on the show over, or overall thoughts on the show, Jason? Kick it off. Uh, <laughs> just like, like <laughs> it's, 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 that's all Done. I can say. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's. It's really like what you thought. It's like, wow, there's some really, really good stuff, and there's some really, really what we were thinking stuff, yeah. and and it's it's gonna be fun. Like this show was great. I had a good time watching it. I can't recommend it enough. Even if you listen to us, you've never seen it. Go yeah, back. You really do. I, I I agree with that. Charlie, go ahead. Um, I I think this is the one of the ones I've seen the most. 
uh, I had it on VHS when mm. they released it. I think it's still around. Uh, th- this is one of my favorite discos of all time. And it, I think it stands up really well. And like we were talking about on the phone, I do think it's interesting how there are things that I liked when I was a kid. There are things that I don't really like, or, or the same things I don't like years later. Mm. So it's not like I'm overly in love with the show. I mean, that's Shane Douglas Central Station. Oh, it's the dream. Yeah. It's, it's dog shit. It's the but but it's the only bad match on the card. Right. The mm-hmm. only one. All the other ones are above average good. Like Taz and Sabu, yeah. the fuck I like. Yeah. Um, and the international tag match. The international tag match. Uh, Lance Storm RVD. I mean, that was a good showing for them. Uh, I love this this show. And even if you can only watch it through the network, I still recommend it. Like this this stuff needs to be seen. Yeah, totally. I mean, I I think that's a good way to. It needs to be seen as. A great phrase to describe it. What would you give it on a scale? You gotta judge it. Martin, what are your thoughts on this overall as the kickoff? Uh, it's a great advert for what for everything that ECW offers. It's a little bit of everything that people love about ECW. Um, and it's sure as shit a massive difference to what you'd have been seeing around the time. If you were used to Nitro, Raw, Superstars, whatever, and you tuned into this, you would stick around because it's, it, it has that anything can happen feel about it. Yes, it, it does. And I've changed it. My answer, I'd give the scale. So if we're going to judge ECWs on a numerical scale, the Studley Dudley point system, <laughs> I, would give, I would give this pay-per-view an 86. <laughs> Thank you. Just came up with that during my RCA bit. I like that. I, uh, I like this show. I'd give it a 69. No! Oh! Oh! No. Oh! Ah, reciprocating. Good man. I, I, I do think it's a phenomenal show. Like, it's a great show overall. And especially, like, if to, to, to put, a, put a promotion on the map, really put it on the map, like, now you're legitimate because you've got a pay-per-view. You're mm-hmm. running now with the big guy. And it's buy rate, like, Great buy rate for it's it's time. I mean, I guess maybe maybe in retrospect, you know, it's big because when you we've comparing it to we're comparing a number to a number mm-hmm. based on those WCW ones, which were just awful. But you know, the bigger accomplishment was like the word of mouth just instantly. Sure. Did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? For them to be as small as they were, not being able to reach nearly the same kind of global audience that WCW could reach, mm-hmm. for them to get those numbers, which like a Budget to box office match here was, yeah, the budget's really low, but look, look at the, the return on investment. It's a Blair Witch. Got. It's like the Blair it's Witch. It's a Blair Witch. Yeah. Sixty thousand dollar budget, two hundred and fifty million. Yeah. So like the Dante, like the Dante's Peak ratio of there's always a big budget movie, and then there's a lower budget Volcano. movie that comes out. Yeah, Volcano is <laughs> the big one. Look at all the money we spent. LA's gonna burn. It's a hell of a time. <laughs> hey, and then you get Dante's Peak, which is like arguably the better movie. And it's, I don't have much argument to it. I think it's correct. <laughs> it is the yeah. movie. You got Grandma pushing the boat in the James, acid pond. Dude, it's James Bond and Sarah Connor. I mean, <laughs> you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. You're good. <laughs> Nana, but, um, not so much. So, to our next stop is gonna be. This was in April, so we're gonna be knocking showing up against August. We're gonna get through '97 really quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. August '97 is gonna be when we have Hardcore Heaven. 
from we go from Philadelphia to, to Florida. 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 We're going back to Florida, baby. <laughs> Boom. Woo! But um, I'm going home to Fort Lauderdale. So once again, we talked to some of our friends at the top: the Thunderpod, the Roz Nitro Podcast, all of the shows on the Four CR Network. All of them. There's a plethora of different types of shows. So please go to the not only Four CR. Uh, is it Four C Radio? What's the it's, website for? It's at 4 Radio on Twitter, and the website is 4CRonline.com. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. We're going to be still, you know, every, nothing changes. Even though we're obviously in different eras, we're still at the New Blood Pod on Twitter. We're also um, on Facebook still, New Blood Rising Podcast. Um, I, myself, I'm at William Rankin 83 I'm at the Jason Kiesler. I'm at CM underscore staff. And I'm Bonnie And we will see you guys again soon as season three continues for Hardcore Heaven 97.
Everybody's like, I don't like looking around here. I don't just expect to turn around and Wyatt being like, who a true sound type now instead of mocking me? <laughs> oh, 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 I'm glad this is recorded. So you know how it feels. There we go. The, uh, the idea was that a sound? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, I can see my spikes. That's why I was. I can see my what are you LOD two thousand? I can see my spikes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is uh, my sound test. Uh, yeah, you're, you're fine. All right, sound test. <laughs> sound test for William Martin. Go ahead. Is this one of those my mic sounds nice? Check one. <laughs> Pova, Pova, turn it that's up. A, that's a, a rap record. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, okay, this should be the end of that.